What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the draft show here on Roto Grinder. Sorry for being a couple minutes late. Uh, we had that great lineup HQ show from Jordan, uh, aka Blunder HD, on Twitter right before it. If you didn't catch it, go check the archives, check Roto Grinders for Twitter after that. And if you ever want to learn how to MME, uh, Jordan spelled out the process for a lot of you guys uh, to kind of follow along with it. But we're here to do draft. Hey, what's up? Uh, what, what happened? Uh, I thought you were on dad duty today. What, what happened? Uh, you know, grandma came over. She's hanging out with the kid right now. He's uh, he's watching some bubble guppies, living the good life, uh, drinking some smoothie, drinking some water, probably having a little pouch of food right now, maybe having a banana. But I'm off dad duty this afternoon. This is really weird for me because normally from, well, like 8 a.m. to 3 or 4, I am just locked in the living room. Sometimes we're going on car rides. We go to the park every now and then. But I'm off dad duty early today. It's very It's very odd. This is good. So uh, the only punishment for that is you have to do a show with me today. So, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come back, son. Come back. It was worth it at the end. Uh, but, guys, we're going to do some drafts on here. If you want to play along uh, with me and Crane, the first thing you have to do is follow me. Uh, profile button in the bottom right corner of your draft screen. And then the add. Uh, it says follow friends, but uh, me and Grant like to call it acquaintances. So you don't have to like me, but you might just know me. So if you want to follow me, just type in Brit Divine up at the top. And right there, you should be able to find me on the draft app to play along. I'll give that a second uh, for some of you guys that might be new uh, to play along. And uh, I got to tell you about our uh, best ball promotion we have going on on draft because they have the, the three and a half million dollar championship, a million dollars the first, it's 25 bucks to enter. And uh, they need some entries into that. So to help you be prepared for it, we've created a best ball kit. You can purchase that at Roto Grinders for $39.99. But the kicker, we give you a $25 entry fee into the best ball championship. So you can go into it loaded with knowledge. Basically, it will cost you 15 bucks in the end. And you can turn that into a million dollars. So go check that out at Roto Grinders. Enter the best ball championship. Playing some of those football ones as well. I've been in, uh, I looked at it, it was like 140 something of these crane already this year. Um, don't have any going right now. Got too much going on on, on my end. Uh, but uh, a really fun thing to do with NFL coming up. Salaries for like regular DFS should be coming out, you know, in the next like week or two. Are you really worried? I've seen the people. I don't, I don't want them. I want all the ACLs to blow out and then I want the salaries to come out. I I mean, it's that. just weird that everybody's like concerned about getting stuff. It's not even August yet. Like, what are we doing? Like, uh, are we all just like, do we all need to go to meetings that bad where we need salaries <laughs> before August? This is insane to me. Uh, let's jump into some drafts today. We will talk some baseball for you guys. Uh, and this is a lot better than yesterday when we were playing six games. Today, we're going to have all 15 games to choose from if my phone wants to respond to me. So I'll bump this up to 10. We'll play for a buck to start. You ready, Crane? Uh, dollar, dollar bills, yo. All right, let me get 10, and uh, we're good to go. So some of you guys uh, jump into this, and we'll start talking some baseball. I see you're in there. Yep, I'm in. We're good. So yesterday it was interesting. Did you want Trout or Barrios first? I think Trout ended up going first and pretty much anybody who made that decision made the correct decision. Uh, up at the top, I've got the first. Oh, actually, no, we're still waiting for it to fill. It'll fill. Yeah, good try though. Look at you just like, I've got the first. You, you, got, like, you, got, the, you got the second pick. So you're, I think you're going to get your choice of batter or pitcher. Uh, what do you think you're doing here at the top? I mean, I think I'm taking either Lance Lynn or Zach Grinke. I mean, I, you could make a case for Hinge and Ryu too, but like, I, I'm not messing with a batter first. There are three very clear options on this slate as far as pitching goes, and I'm not I'm not going to let one of those get by me. The first three picks should all be pitchers today. 
Um, where? Oh yeah, Ryu's way down there. He's like a little sneaky play if you're playing on draft today. But uh, we'll see what happens. I still think Trout might end up going first because his matchup. Uh, I think the Baltimore guy uh, a little bit sneakier. Good, he, of course, he had that great outing against Boston. Uh, but I, I still expect him to, you know, kind of get hit around today. And Trout can certainly, even the best pitcher, has no problem hitting him. Uh, but yeah, what? I mean, what are you doing in regular DFS? We've got Granky who I think is the clear chalk, right? He's going to be like 30 plus percent on. We've got Lynn who's going to be coming in at like 10% on. What's the, it's really hard to pass up, right? Granky in Miami, it's still hot out there in baseball. It's summertime baseball. It's really tough to get away from that. Yeah. I mean, look, I understand the game theory argument for fading Granky. I, I like, I fully get it today because he is going to be really popular at the same time. I mean, he gets a matchup, a ballpark upgrade, with the Marlins who couldn't hit you or I, I just, right now I'm struggling not to play him. I've got three lineups tonight. He's in all three right now. And it's a little bit uncomfortable because I'm playing some qualifiers and mm-hmm. don't really, really want to avoid the chalk and qualifiers, but it's just so difficult. Like where else are we going to feel comfortable with Ryu? You know, he's fine, but he's more expensive on normal DFS sites. And plus I'm not sure he has the innings upside. Would it shock you to see eight innings from Grinky tonight? It wouldn't me. And then you look at a guy like Lance Lynn. And yeah, we know the upside's there. I sort of feel like if you're not playing Grinky, you need to be playing Lance Lynn, or you just need to try and save the hell out of some money. Um, I can't believe Trout went to the fifth spot and four pitchers went off the board. That I think that's a mistake today. Uh, anyway, I'm going to take uh, Freddie Freeman uh, against what's left of Jake Arrieta's right-handed arm. Uh, so I, I think Freddie Freeman's one of the better infielder spots today. Infielder gets a little dicier too, so I'm going to take him first. I'm, I'm kind of pissed at Rumble 55. I'm coming for you. I was hoping I could sneak judges way down the list today. And uh, I've been getting them in like the second and, th- you know, late second rounds and a couple of 10 man. Yeah, hey, like, Britt, these are not, these are not these, the normal people. The, yeah, I, I was, yeah. well, I, I, the first draft, I, I think we, uh, you know, if the people haven't played, I think if you've played before it, you can come into it and notice some trends. And I was really hoping to scoop up judge. So, so my strategy here has been thrown for a loop by rumble 55. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor rumble. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Are you ex- so? I know we're we're in the chat. We're talking about football right now. Are you excited for football season coming up? Yeah, I mean, I'm right in my um, kind of like the end all be all of what happened in the Millionaire Maker last year. Uh, some for, really for fun- the- yeah. Go ahead, Britt. Sorry. Yeah, there's some. Re- I got some new statistics in it. I can't believe I know Yelich is against Hendricks today, but what on earth is he still doing? I mean, he's getting taken right now. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's happening for sure. But yeah, I'm excited for football. Like football, I think for most DFS players, football is, it's the money season, right? It's where you can play, even if you're a low stakes player for a dollar, you can win massive amounts of money. Yes. Now you have to beat 500,000 people in a tournament to do it's, so, which is really hard. <laughs> it's pretty By hard. Way, Ryu just went like middle of the second round. That's amazing value for BWB. Like that's, that is very impressive. But yeah, I, I like football. Uh, I've, I've been doing the best balls. I think that's prepped me for football. I feel like I know all the situations. I'm ready to roll. Um, kind of like the best ball kit that you can get here uh, with that with the entry into the, dra- the the best ball championship can help you out. But um, I, I, I I got really into dynasty football this year, so it's just like football's twenty four seven for me. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, and you look at this season. I think we're gonna have some really great content coming up on Rotor Grinders, obviously. You know, you mentioned the article that you're working on, and I've got some sneak peeks at it, guys. And um, it, this pains me, all right? I don't like talking nice about Brit. Nobody likes talking <laughs> about Brit. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's feel like you're, you feel like you're saying, you see this little devil on my shoulder? This guy is awesome. Oh, it's my pick. Oh, crap. 
There's oh, a couple okay. things. Laritan and Chad, I am getting married during NFL season. So, like, the, the, it's late in the season. I made her wait, right? Because to, like, when teams might be off for playoffs, that is going to – I mean, that that's two weeks out of the year I'm going to have to miss for football. So, I, I've, I've already told her, right? I'm like, before, you cannot bother me for, like, three months, right? Like, I don't even listen to you. <laughs> oh, Brent, this is <laughs> doing this. Thing, isn't it? I'm taking two oh. weeks off for football season, and uh, that's not going to go too well, but this is what I'm going to tell you. I mean, you're just asking just, like, to get yelled at, man. Yeah, you're, I've already gotten yelled there, at. Well, wedding – there are very few things in life that anybody, male, female, whatever, get irrationally angry, excited, upset, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, about – than weddings like if you're doing that in football season man like good luck now me i got married on a it was october 7th and i remember that because it's 10 4 or october 4th no, she was no she and she doesn't care <laughs> but it is it was i get married on good buddies 10 4 good buddy but um so it was in the middle of football season but it was on a saturday and i wasn't too deep into dfs at the time though i did on the bus ride to my wedding make college football line yeah, I mean, you gotta got gotta get your fix in. I will not. I can guarantee you, I will not be allowed to do anything DFS related. You gotta do it. I mean, you I got sniped again. Nelson Jets twelve fifty. You know, why'd you take my Nelson Cruz? He's gonna hit three home. What happened yesterday has to happen today. Was was that amazing? That did you see that that was his first game ever with three home runs? That yeah. was stunning to me. It's hard to hit three home runs in a game. Not sure He's hit right. 400 in his career. I was absolutely shocked when I heard that that was the first time he had ever done that. I'm making a panic pick because I'm I my guy got sniped. I'll, I'll yeah, take Casty. That is a panic pick. Yeah. Well, no, I like Castellanos uh, against uh, Kikuchi. That's like he he absolutely mashes lefties. So, dude, Kikuchi's terrible. Yeah. People are gonna, people are willingly going to roster him tomorrow. <laughs> Wait, Kikuchi's going to be rostered? Oh, yeah. He's going to be like 10 per plus percent on on DraftKings tonight. What a world. Man. Like, if, I, if I'm saving money. He was in the bat optimal earlier today, which I vehemently disagree with. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to disagree with that, too. It, like, that dude stinks, man. Like, if you're saving money, to me, it's Daniel Norris. Or here, pronounce the Astros guy for me. I'm going to have to do it later on XM. Urquitty, Urquitty, one of those two. Urquitty? Okay, Jose Urquitties. I think those are the two guys you're saving money. Kikuchi, man, like, I'd much rather stack against me, even though it's Detroit, than play him. Apparently, I'm shrinking, by the way. Hold on, I'm going to fix some. Okay, I have not shrunk at all. Devin's in the when, chat. When, when uh, the, uh, the hydraulics of the chair... <laughs> i don't know man like oh, it's amazing I, like that i even have a camera set up right now I, oh that way i just went down oh i'm going right. i'm gonna take uh or, or quitty here i think he's still i don't understand what happened on dfs he has like 35 fantasy points <laughs> i don't know why it's so, shrinking, but move yeah. your camera down <laughs> <laughs> what's happening right now bye, bye crane <laughs> is your camera moving up or are you moving down uh, i'm moving down <laughs> You gotta lock the chair in, Crane. I thought I did. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be a fun show. Oh, just yeah, let it sink good. all the way down, <laughs> and then just <laughs> tilt your camera down. But now you can't type anything. I know, but I'm sitting here typing over here like a crazy person. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna fix this again. This is gonna be a thing. I'll show. I guarantee it. All right, and we're back. Okay, oh. <laughs> that's too. Funny. I missed the Roto Grinder show. I don't get to do enough Roto Grinder shows anymore. We got Melissa here. It's good to see you, Melissa. My Blues won the cup, of course, as I'm rocking them as I tend to do. Oh, I'm shrinking again. Oh, boy. Larry's hands in here. 
this is a, I don't know like I, I got to figure out what's going on here so you might have to um... I would just d let it go and then move your camera down <laughs> help <laughs> when I do the radio I don't have to worry about my chair shrinking me I'm short enough as it is man like yeah, there's, some, really there's some quicksand going on in definitely definitely quicksand <laughs> this is amazing by the way I'm getting a full Yankee step I mean, you can do that. Yeah, they have, what, a 5.7 team total, the highest total on the slate? And it's Andrew Kashner. Like, he's allowing a lot of contact to righties and all these Yankees. When they make contact, it goes far in the air. I don't really understand why people aren't more interested. Your uh, playmaker took Hicks away from you, so you can... That's okay. That's okay. I've got, uh, I assume Torres is still available. Nope. You need an outfielder. Oh, I need an... Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Three, uh -oh. two. It three, two, one. Shut up. Uh, you know what? I'll take uh, Charlie Blackman. I'll take, you know, it wouldn't doubt just take a lefty in uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Castillo's fine, but whatever. I mean, it's Charlie Blackman. He's going to get five at bats, like in the bullpen with, um, I think, oh, who's the good Reds reliever? I can never remember his name. Anyway, he's on bereavement. Oh, I'm shrieking again. He's on bereavement. So, yeah, like, here, you guys just keep talking. I'm going to find the lock button on this chair. This is this like really the lineup builder? I don't know. Like I don't. Here, wait. Okay. Lock. It says lock. Go that way. If you break the lock, Crane, I got I got some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hopefully it stays. All right. Now I think I think I might have fixed it. Chances right. are I didn't. Chances are I still messed it up. But uh, yeah, it was brutal. I needed an outfielder. I like my team though. My team's good. Uh, what are a couple offenses? Uh, I still see like Justin Turner's on the board. I'm going to try to get him. Uh, if Jets doesn't snipe me here, get him Jets. He probably will because that's what he likes to do. But the, the Jets got a big total against Annabelle Sanchez. It's 84. It's still pretty warm uh, out there for DFS today. And uh, I'm looking at the ownership. They do have some. I haven't pulled up Slate IQ yet today. But uh, I think the Dodgers look to be a pretty good stack out there. You know, I have more than anything this year started stacking against bad bullpens. You know, I, I'm looking less and less at starters. And I think that's a reasonable thing to do because – we're seeing starters throughout baseball go less and less innings. And when that happens, it means you're going to get more action in the bullpen. And the Nationals' bullpen, it's the worst in baseball. It's worse than the Orioles. So I have no problem with that. I don't particularly like stacking against Sanibel Sanchez. It always seems to go the way of Mike Fires for me, where it just never works out, or Jason Vargas, where it never works out. But anytime you might be able to get three or four innings against a terrible bullpen, and that's not to say that Sanchez can't get beat around too. So – I think the Dodgers are fine. They're not at the top of my list, though. You know, I think the Braves are interesting. I know you were talking about them earlier. What about this Tampa-Toronto game? Nobody's talking about this game. You know, Jacob Wagyuspec? How do they do there? Wagyuspec, something. I, so I just I just emphasized the wrong uh, yeah. syllable. But you know, everybody is safe for pronunciations of baseball players' last names. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I have XM today, so I'm sure I won't embarrass myself <laughs> there later. Uh, you know, and on the, the Tampa side – against Jacob W. I'm just going to call him that. Or the Big Wag. I saw it. Did you see uh, Cheese called the Big Wag thing? Yeah, that's a good That's an easy one. Yeah. Everyone will know who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like Tampa. It's a ballpark upgrade for them. Obviously, Toronto's got a really bad bullpen. <clears throat> and it's a long relief game for Ryan Yarborough after Diego Castillo opens. Nobody's playing the Blue Jays. And if I think if you want a 1% or 2% stack in tournaments, I actually think the Blue Jays are really interesting. Yeah, Blue Jays are towards the bottom, 15% cumulative ownership uh, on Slate IQ, at least on DraftKings. I've got another hitter only queued up. You ready for this one? Oh, yeah, I've already won that one, though. I wish we had played for more. 
There it is. Hitter okay. only. I feel like I have to sneeze. So if I disappear for a second, that's going to be what's going on. That's all right. At least you're not shrinking like me. I mean, yeah, well, if I'm I, not short You enough. fixed the problem. So oh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's going down just a little bit. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got my little my little hat up here. <laughs> I, I got my, my blues hat on top of my St. Louis blues or my St. Louis hat. So we're okay. We're nine of 10 right now. Jets is going to snipe you again, I bet. Yeah, someone will get in there. So I'm looking, I've got Slate IQ pulled up. Uh, we got the Angels, the Dodgers, and the Braves. Those are probably going to be the clearly chalky uh, stacks and offenses today. If you ask me, they are leading the field 73, 72, and 68. And then a drop to the Mets, Rays, and Yankees kind of uh, rounded it out after that. I need one more. One of you got the invite. Jump on into this one. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to have to cancel out of this and uh, maybe do uh, We'll get one more. Some, someone will join. Dean. Dean. Dean's definitely not uh, watching. Yeah, Dean is no way Dean is watching. He's still asleep, man. Are you kidding? <laughs> um, so I'm looking at uh, – I'm going to hand build some tournament teams today. Okay. So I see a team like Boston who are, I think they're still hitting home runs from last night. Oh, my um, God. Last <laughs> night was one of those nights where like 20 minutes into this – and I watched that. And it wasn't like – I saw somebody on Twitter talking about, oh, Tanaka's getting Babbitt. They were hitting the crap out of every ball. Like, I, it might not have been home run after home run early on outside of Xander and then um, outside of Devers, but every ball was just smoke. You knew that was going to be a terrible match, but now you get James Paxson, who, look, he has not been good lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you mentioned Boston as a team. I, I always kind of wonder with these spots whether they're going to be chalky tonight. The way you're talking about it, it doesn't sound like No, they're one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, tenth currently on Sleet IQ in terms I mean, that's that's just nuts. That's especially with these prices. JD Martinez, you know, he's cheap enough over on rushing lefties. Yeah. I mean he he crushes everything. It feels like he's about to go on a rush too. Do you get that feeling out of JD? Uh, well, I've been, I rostered him when he was kind of bad for like those two weeks. So I need to get my money back with uh, Mr. JD Martinez. So yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I like, I like the Boston team. If you're looking to to take a little swerve on ownership, basically um, neutral leverage, I would say anything in the 10 plus either way is basically neutral uh, to me. And that could even change a little bit too, in my opinion, but I almost never stack against the Brewers, but I do like the Cubs today also. You know, yeah, Joe Gonzalez just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't strike anybody out, walks a bunch of guys. Nobody's going to play the Cubs, and they've got as much upside as anybody. So I like think the Cubs are really interesting, too. Where are the Twins? The Twins, they, they all they do is hit dingers every day. Yeah, I mean, they lead the league in home runs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. Basically tied with the Mets, Rays, Yankees, and Minnesota. But they have positive leverage because they hit 5,000 home runs every single game. So this is against Cease, who... Sure, he's a good prospect, but uh, if he doesn't have control, yeah. you know, you're just throwing these – you know, if you don't have control against the Twins, you are in big trouble. So, I think Cease could have a good game. I'm not really interested in using him. But, I mean, this Twins off, Kepler, Polanco, Cruz, Rosario, Sano. Um, it's loaded. Yeah. Um, you can even run nine through four um, with Buxton out there. I think that's fine. Uh, but I, li- I-, I like the Twins stack today. And-, and if they're not one of the three highest owned – that makes sense to oh you know what i should probably do probably pick some players and uh you know what nelson cruz is here i'm just gonna yeah i mean you can go wrong with i mean it was (laughs) i was thrilled to get freddie freeman i mean uh, you know i know we like yelich and judge and everything i think freeman might be the top overall hitter on this slate um the problem is there are so many good first basemen today Hmm. the first base is absolutely loaded and you know i know we were talking about you know on the draft app and you're like oh you need outfielders i was like but i love 
but I love all the first basemen. I want them on. I could only get one. I could only get two. I, I love Freddie. Freddie Freeman against Arietta. Um, and Arietta's dealing with a little bit of an injury right now, too. This is just set up for a massive Atlanta game. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I don't know. Are the Braves going to be really chalky tonight? I know you were just talking. Yeah, about they're them. they're like the third. They're right up there. So I've got plate IQ. Oh, it's my turn. Oh, I can take Coupler, too. Sounds great. Give me some of that. Um, so Arietta versus lefties this year. 393 Woba. Uh, not good. Not good. 211 ISO. Also not good. 14.5% K rate. Not good. Um, red on basically all the contact quality at the bottom of plate IQ. Uh, you go look at Freddie Freeman and it's green. It's like the green screen that Roth uses at his house when he does the, we the weather show, right? It's just green everywhere for Freddie Freeman. So uh, I think, I think if you're looking at colors, I think it matches up there on plate IQ. Yeah, no, I mean, it's look, you're going to, you're not going to do anything to talk me off of Atlanta today. Unfortunately, like I said, ton of guys, they, I mean, there are just so many good, at, you know hitters out there today and I know I've heard some people talk about that maybe oh it's not I don't love any of these spots none of these hitters I really get excited about I love a lot of these offenses today I'm not really sure what everybody's talking about saying oh I'm, I'm not in love with any of these spots I think they're great spots I mean I'm in love with like every one of like 15 offenses today yeah exactly and that's that's kind of the problem right uh, like yes. you're in love with 15 offense you can't you know you can't be dating 15 girls but you're a married man now no, I don't do that. Uh, I may, not, Well, I never really did that anymore, you know, back in the day anyway, but I definitely don't do that. She's watching. Hi, <laughs> what's up? How's it going? She does, she does watch. Um, <laughs> does your wife watch the, the shows? No! no. My fiance, she likes watching the shows, That's but funny. it's only to see because everyone makes fun of me about Disney. So it's only to see who's trash talking about Disney so that at the next Roto-Grinders slash Better Collective slash vegas insider slash whatever else party happens like we can she can she can talk smack to those that i'm so pumped about the vegas insider thing I, I read that i felt like i don't know i felt like i was a part of a crew when you found out better collective bought vegas insider like i was i was i use that site all the time that's one of the sites that i go to more than any other site for odds so when i when we bought that i was like oh yeah i felt very special you got a sneakier offense i think today i mentioned boston you got something a lower own. They're, they're, I mean, they're in the upper half of ownership today. You got something else that you might like. You're up, you're up by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I was ready to take Anthony Rizzo. I was already talking about the Cubs. And I always like Rizzo lefty on lefty because nobody ever plays them. You know, look at this projected ownership right now on Anthony Rizzo. 1%. I just yeah. Got, I'm just racking up twin stacks here. This is great. <laughs> there are worse things to do. Uh, what about the Indians against Jacob Junis? I mentioned that you always want to be stacking against these bullpens. I have no problem whatsoever playing the Indians either. They're not on the top of my list. I like Carlos Santana against ground ball guys, though, so I think he's fine. Um, and Texas Rangers, I know this ballpark stinks, but this lineup lines up so well against Mangan, a guy that struggles with lefties, and the Rangers are going to roll out. Hold on, let me pull it up really quick rangers are going to roll out chu uh santana mazara odor and odor stinks even as cabrera i think the rangers are really interesting as a incredibly low owned tournament option yeah they are the one two three fifth lowest owned stack today slight positive leverage it's just the only thing that's without gallo it just it saps my want to stack the rangers yeah. oh so I, jets jets you're not allowed to play these anymore. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to somehow figure out how to have you unfollow me because you're sniping me 
every single time. You just yes, ruined my twin stack. Everybody just no, and, and I'm not very happy about this. So I, I like it. I like Castellanos to have a home run today. So I'll take him. But uh, yeah, Jets. <laughs> I know you play along, and we appreciate you playing on the on the show. But oh no, no I, that wasn't any fun. They just uh, took Luke, Luke Foyt from me. Oh, now I'm I'm gonna be scrambling right now. Hold on. I it's said, Rumble I was, 55. These are these are repeat offenders. You know what? I said I liked I, I wanted an all-first baseman lineup. I said I like Carlos Santana. I'm gonna take him. Yeah. I got no problem with Carlos Santana. Let's see if I can find any uh sleepers down here. Oh yeah, there's a bunch. Upton, Calhoun. You can get those guys. You can get some Grand Dollar Moustakis. A George Springer. There's guys that won't even get picked that are extremely likely to be one of like the highest scoring. Yeah, you know, I think the Astros are a little interesting tonight, and they're not going to make my list. Uh, but Jack Flaherty's a guy; he's always been really good against righties, and obviously, in theory, that's going to line up really good against the Astros. But I mean, this Astros defense or offense is just so good, and then you take into account Flaherty is somebody that. And I watch a lot of Flaherty games. He does well for three or four innings and then just gets blown the hell up. And this Astros team is a team that could really punish you if you're getting, you know, somebody like that. So I think the Astros are interesting tonight. They're not going to make my final list, but I think they're interesting. Also, I think my camera's really, hold on, let's get you guys, get you guys view right here. Yeah. (laughs) Ladies. I wonder wonder how long it's going to be before like, tilts all the way back you know Devin's just in his office right now just hands in his head as he's trying to frame a camera this is what happens when you on short notice get uh, a new a new father to come on to roto grinders and call <laughs> for man going right right it's just he's yeah. just not prepared for it yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have any roto grinder shows anymore so like I'm I'm just stumped when it comes to a camera I've had this new camera for a month and I haven't gotten to use it yet and yeah Devin says yes Crane Simon and I are laughing at you I don't blame you guys I'm laughing at me too because when you look like this and you're screwing up this month, la- much laughter is the only way to go. Uh, I want to talk about, you mentioned the, the Rays-Toronto game earlier uh, in the show. Uh, I've pulled up Slate IQ. Now, the Rays are drawing some ownership. They're in kind of the second tier of ownership after the Angels, Dodgers, Atlanta. There's the Mets, Rays, Yankees, Minnesota are basically the second tier today. What are What's your overall thoughts uh, on the on the Rays here against Wagyu Spec, uh, I I think they're pretty interesting. There's a lot of green on plate IQ. It's just they're they're going to draw a lot of ownership, but you know they're also getting the good park upgrade as well. Yeah, and I, I look they're fine, and they get a bad bullpen too. And this Tampa team, I'd be surprised if they were too chalky on a slate like this. There are just too many teams out there that are all sort of very on the- cheap on DraftKings, yes. which is which is definitely leading towards it. Yep, I I do agree with that as I sit here and. I'm looking, I need another first base when I got to find, I, I thought I was done drafting and now I find out that I have more. So uh, yeah, I'm going to have to find me another first base. I wish there was a way to sort on draft. Just These are hitter only. You don't need first baseman and a hitter only. Yeah, but I said I was, I liked all the first baseman today. So now I need them. Look, I mentioned, I mentioned Upton. I mentioned Calhoun. And what do these guys do? They take them. Well, here, I'm going to vultures. Here, we're talking about Tampa Bay. I'll take Nate Lau. Yeah. Hello. Well, I'll I'll take Choi possibly. Yeah, he's, he's there. De- Devers as a last pick. It's lefty, lefty, amazing pick there by Rumble. He just is good, man. Like Devers has gotten 
it's kind of amazing because if you watch the way that he would play earlier in the year, he was almost a little bit timid. He didn't really know what was going on. And he is just locked in right now. If you get to watch him, you should do it because they were talking about on the broadcast yesterday about the way he's approaching balls now, where he's just decided that he doesn't care if he looks stupid swinging, that he's just going to swing for the bleeping fences every single time. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of Devers. Uh, I want to mention to you guys too, if you missed Jordan's show earlier, um, oh, that is not the right link. Devin, if you have the link. What is that? That's, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Copy. All right, hold on. All right. uh, Delete. Uh, this message. All right, I just deleted it. <laughs> Devin, there we go. Devin's got it for us. <laughs> I, I clicked copy link. I don't know what happened there, but, uh. We're doing a free roll on FanDuel. It's it's supposed to be like an MME free roll, but we're giving away $1,000 and Roto-Grinder swag. So if you got some extra time today and you don't really know how to use Lineup HQ to make everything. Jordan did a tutorial. I used to do them. Uh, Jordan took over for this one and, and did this one. And he did a good job, and I watched it. Basically explains his process. What do you, <laughs> oh, my goodness. And he will allow you uh, – basically show you his process – and help you make MME lineups for the free roll tonight. So go jump into that. There's a $1,000 free roll. You can win Roto-Grinder swag. You don't have to MME, but there's going to be a lot of people pumping in 150 entries into this thing. So if you're confused or have any questions, go watch the tutorial from Jordan after the show. Pump in some entries into that. Try to win some swag and try to win some money. Yeah, I mean, look, free money, guys. We always love free money. I think I fixed it. I put a new piece of tape on the front of the camera now. So I've had to dip down a little bit, but I feel like this might get it done. Uh, let's see here. Let's do we're out at 340 today. So I think we have just enough time. I, th- I think I like the hitter only more than mentioned in pitchers, but I like the pitchers because it allows us to have some extra confidence. Yeah, let's do it the pitchers. So uh, MLB, we'll up it to five bucks for our final one. We'll do a 10-man, and it is now in the lobby for all of you to play. This will be our final, one, our right, final have- one of the day. Are we going to do these for football again? I remember hope so. Had, remember when we had like the Brady Bunch set up where there were like nine of us and we need to do that again. That was Dan, Dan's out. Dan's counting his better collective bucks, right? So he's out. He's doing that. <laughs> so we we got to get him. We got to get him back into the making the schedule and we got to convince him. That's a <laughs> lot of- I don't even. That's funny because I looked the other day. I'm like, my wife was like, hey, do you know what you're doing in August yet? I'm like, no, Dan's not done the schedule yet. <laughs> We, nobody knows anything. <laughs> so he'll, he'll, he'll get it up there soon enough. But, yeah, we got we to gotta petition him because the, the best balls and the, the Brady Bunch show we had, those are great. Oh, the Brady Bunch So that was so much fun. I mean, you talk about, you know, if you're not hosting, you have to be lazy. You especially get to be lazy when there are nine other people on the show. Yeah, there's no lazy when you're hosting that, let me tell you. No. Oh, it's so much harder. <laughs> For those of you wondering at home, Brett has the tough job right now. That's one of the reasons I d- jumped at doing this job is because oh. I'm like, oh, this is – this is, this is even cool. easier than XM. <laughs> uh, all right. So I have no comment. Let's just say that. I got the fifth pick here. Finally, I'm up towards the top. You're on the back end here. Uh, I I hope. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to tell you guys anything because you steal all the players that I want. And I'm not too happy about <laughs> this show. Uh, what, do you, what are we doing for? Uh, I want to go over some of the uh, higher own uh, as Jordan likes to say, vomit, not stacks, but the vomit pitchers today. And let's try to discuss which one is most likely to be uh, on the good end of things. So we've got Urquidy. He's going to be extremely high on, has a bajillion fantasy points in his last outing. 
and Yahoo makes a minimum price and DraftKings decides to lower his price by $100 to $5,000. I don't know I don't know what's going on with the algorithms. They went haywire there. Um, chalk or quitty against your uh, your St. Louis Cardinals. What are you doing, Crane? I mean, I feel like it's really close between Urquidy and Daniel Norris, so I'm probably just going to play Daniel Norris more. Um, I'm also going to have some Seattle stacks too, which full hedge. Like, what if I, I I don't agree with the bat today? The bat is spitting out some things that I don't agree with. I usually use it, like, but it, like what I haven't looked. It has both Daniel Norris and Kikuchi better overall projection than Urquidy tonight. Yeah, I, I'm Kikuchi sucks. Like the guy's just. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think that after the season, we might end up talking about an injury in some capacity, but the dude's just not good. He walks too many guys. He allows a ton of hard contact. He can't get righties out. And this is, it's really weird to call a matchup with Detroit tough for somebody, but this is a tough matchup for Kikuchi. I'm not sure there's a good one for Kikuchi, but. I mean, Kikuchi's even got a bad umpire and Kikuchi in the back. I don't want to give everything away, but it's projected three fantasy points more than Urquidy tonight. And I could not disagree with that more. So yeah, I'm not touching him. I, if Cardi's like, on tonight, you will get some takes that are definitely different than I believe what most of the field will be doing tonight. For Cardi. Yeah. Did you stay up to watch the angels game last night? I, I, I well, here, so this is what happened. I woke up at every, so my dog has a urination problem. It's probably too much okay. information, but every day no, I every morning I wake up at 3 AM and I, I always, I usually go to bed before all the games are over. So I did my sneak peek of how much I won and I had a good night, but the games were still going on at three o'clock in the morning out here. So I did not stay up for that. Even See, during, even during the dog break, it was still going on. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was, um, I didn't have Boston and I had the Yankees. So it was a very quick night for me. I, and I was like, it was so quick that I went ahead and did the late slate. And I was like, all right, we're going to try and make the nuts. And I did not make the nuts. We went over two last night with the old lineup. So that's all right. It happens sometimes. Someone wants to know uh, the Detroit stack. Is it in play? If you guys have any QQs, we got like 10 minutes on. We'll try to mix in a couple here. But so I like, I usually like taking the stack against like the chalk crappy, crappier pitcher. But I just, I think there's too many good offenses where I don't even know if Detroit can pull it out at the end to be like the team that wins. No, sure they can. Dude, this is 2019, man. Everybody's hitting the ball. I got to make a pick here. I completely messed out here. I guess I'm taking Max Kepler. What do I, I have? Lynn. What do you think of Lynn tonight? I like him. I like him. I mean, it's um. Look here. Let's take a look at this lineup for the A's. It's not out yet, but they're they should have. What's that? Seven. Yeah, seven righties or yeah, seven righties in there. Lynn. He's always been better against righties. It's a big time ballpark upgrade for him, and he's been striking guys out. I mean, at this point, like I feel like we just have to believe in Lance Lynn, which is a terrible thing to say. And if your team trades for him, because he will be traded for before the deadline. Cardinals just gave up on him. (laughs) Between Lance Lynn, Oscar Mercado, who we traded away, who else we traded away? Luke Voigt. None of those guys are good enough to play for the cards, just so you know. At least we've got rid of Shelby Miller. We got Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, I like Cobalt. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Brent, they're depressing me in the uh, the internal crypto channel right now. They're talking about old school Bitcoin stuff. It's just uh the, sort of, what what are you in? The the Roto Grinders crypto channel. There's a I'm not in the crypto. Where's the Bitcoin? Bitcoin. There is a Bitcoin out there. Uh, I know. It's, uh, we're going to get Mance coin now? 
Yeah, man's a coin. The man's yeah. a coin's coming in. I don't know if that's I I don't know if that's out there, but yeah, the man's a coin coming to Roto Grinders. Yep, I'm I'm enjoying that. I I think that's out there, isn't it? I don't know. Is it not? I know we got uh, we got <laughs> Look, better collectives out here. They're like Ben Ben Pritchett. We need your college football. Man's a coin. We need you. We need you. And that's what they're doing out there. So. Oh man. Yep. Good times as always. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Maybe I just broke news on Roto Grinders. If so, well. I don't know. Dan's going to have to wait three more days to make the schedule. He's going to be yelling at me. That's just how it goes. I got to figure out what's going on for August on that. So uh, I got to pick a, an infielder here. I don't. So what's the hurry? No, I know you got to pick an infielder, but it's not rocket science. So we're just, you're well, right. I already have Kepler. I might as well take Minnesota. Yeah, there you go. That's, that was my plan. So are we just going to be battling here? I got it. Hurry. I guess I got so. Do you have Minnesota stat going on? I have one guy. Oh, you're, you're, ah, I got two. So I'm winning. Yeah, but I can get Sano. I can get. It's going to be really difficult for one of us to win if we're both stacking Minnesota. Well, I'll just go stack. I, I'm, again, I can't tell you the guys I want because other people will be. Oh, and I would take them too. I'm 100% stealing from you. All right. You know, I'll go with. Uh, oh, wait. Has Edwin been taken? Uh, yep. Got oh, it. Uh, all my, my Yankees guys that I was in love with, everybody's wisened up a little the bit. The problem is if you search one player, you're like in, and you mistype even once, you are just in a. Yeah, against the clock yep <laughs> Donaldson, i like that i definitely like atlanta today they are going to be chalky uh they they should crush jake arietta today I, I have no faith in arietta here yep oh man come on uh, come on uh, guys let's know let it yeah. let it fall you let you, snow you fall into my life. why are you saying that on air you know that they're going to take it somebody takes to know now you have to do it because I want, I want somebody. Oh, oh Rosario, right. Rosario was still there too. That was a good. Pick. All right, now goes Sano. Come on, Andrew, twenty-five. No, he needs an outfielder. All right, so what? He can still. Does he have? Ah, oh, God, you're gonna get Sano. Dang it. Dang. And there's some other really good players out there. So, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kind of go and try to complete the stack. Uh, yeah. So back, back to the cheap pitchers <laughs> out. There. So we, we've got uh, Urquidy, who I think is, I really like him at his price today. People yeah. are. People are going to play Kikuchi tonight because it's against Detroit. And if they use the bat, the bat loves Kikuchi today. He's still currently in the optimal yeah. lineup. I, I, I mean, I like the bat. I do not like Kikuchi. There's just no way I'm going there. Yeah, I'm, I, I will not do that either. But uh, he's definitely going to gain some steam. He's 14% on. So we've got him. We've got Daniel Norris, who you've mentioned a couple of times. And I don't even know. Seattle's just bad against lefties, and against- yeah, but like Nor- there, there's a lot of lefties in Seattle, and Norris has these really strange reverse splits where the lefties are just crushing them this year. I mean, it's I'm not going to worry too much about reverse splits with the lefty. You, there's a, the sample size is never going to be big enough there for me to get it last year too. Yeah, that's good for him. I'm I mean Seattle. I know, sucks. We, need, I know we need 400 Listen seasons. Listen to this lineup: Malik Smith, J.P. Crawford, Tim Beckham, Omar Narvaez, Tom Murphy, Daniel Vogelbach. Austin Nola, Kyle Seager, Chris, Christopher Negtron. Is that really a lineup that's going to concern you? All-star game lineup right there. Yeah, triple A. I mean, these guys scored a bunch of runs last night. Oh, never mind. You're right. Got <laughs> yeah, that's fine. To me, that just means that the bullpen's probably blown out and Norris might get a couple extra innings. Would you play? I'm looking at some swerves. <clears throat> what about Alcantara? Yeah, he he was kind of the guy I was looking at, and you know if you're in my any team in Miami, any exactly. in Miami, 
in the summertime of baseball deserves some consideration. He's going to be 6% owned. Norris is going to be 7%. I think Norris is going to gain some steam. Um, so I, I'd probably put Norris closer to double of what Alcantara gets, but I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the worst swear. I'd much rather play him than uh, Dario Agrazel or Megden or Kashner or somebody like that and pay more for him. Yeah, I mean, Dario Agrazel is just a guy that, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not going to get excited about the Mets. The Mets total seems high to me. And I know that tonight. you there. I don't know. I, I have no interest in the Mets and I feel like I'm supposed to with that total. I just don't, I, I don't want to play. There are some guys teams. I just don't want to play when they're chalky. The Mets are one of them. Uh, currently coming in as the fourth highest owned stack, basically in line with the Rays, Yankees and Minnesota. What is causing this Mets lineup? Just the, a grozzle is just that bad? I guess. I, I don't know. That's what I mean. It seems high to me. It seems like it should be about half a run lower. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically when I was looking at this slate, I was surprised that their team total was over five. I just um... Have you seen what the Mets are doing in at the trade deadline right now? They're, they're putting they're, – they're the smartest dumb franchise, right? So they're basically saying all these players are available. But then when – if Houston or like the Yankees want a player, they're like, no, we can't trade you to him because they're the smart franchises. So they know that that player has way more value than they're giving to him. So then they're like, no. So it's like, I don't really think they understand what they're doing, but they're be, they're actually being smart by doing that and allowing to let, let the Astros try to get Noah Syndergaard and they value him. And then you realize maybe we're just so horrible. We can't get anything from Noah Syndergaard because we're the Mets. It's, That's it's, hilarious. It's, That's great. The great Mets. Bravo, Bravo guys. That's, um, you know, Hey, look, if you're not, you know, there's an old, you know, saying that if you're the smartest guy in the room you're in the wrong room the Mets know they're not the smartest guy in the room but what do you do when you're the dumb guy in the room you try and learn from the smarter teams and uh so go good good for you Mets Uh, I'm gonna play one of these uh dream teams real quick uh this one's 4156 uh let's try to talk some quick strategy for like a minute or two and we'll get out of here uh at pitcher today I don't there's enough bats I'm gonna play Zach Greinke is my pitcher here. I think he's probably the, the safest, high floor, high ceiling combo. I'm going to do something different at bats. Sound good? Yeah, I wasn't listening. And it started right. breaking up, so I agree. Perfect. Um, infielders on draft today. So it's Freeman, Muncie, Jock, Baez, Donaldson are up towards the top. And Ed, Edward Encarnacion and Luke Voigt. Well, listen to what I was thinking. Okay. I'm thinking let's go twin stack and completely load up on the twins here okay a four-man twin stack of polanco boom where's sano he's way down here nobody's gonna take him over freddie freeman but i'm just i'm trying to correlate right and then i then i could take some Cruz and some kepler boom 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 stick boom stick three times yeah i like it so I'll do that one. Uh, guys, if you always want to play the dream teams, if you don't have the 10 minutes it takes to enter a draft and wait for that to end, you can just kind of play the dream teams and have some fun on that. Um, but that's going to do it for this show. We had to start a little late because uh, Jordan did that lineup HQ show. Make sure to go check that out. We got the $1,000 free roll on FanDuel today. It's MME. You can put up to 150 lineups in it. Go watch the uh, tutorial if you don't want to watch the later shows. And enter that. You got a chance to win some money and some Roto Grinder swag. If you want to play best ball, go check out our best ball kit. It's $39.99.
uh, but we give you back a $25 entry fee into the best ball championship, which is currently 37,662 of six hundred and sixty-five thousand eight hundred eight. Now I thought they were a little aggressive. There might be some value in this thing, but yeah, absolutely. Are they gonna are are they gonna do the hundred dollar one too this year? I I I don't know, but if I was them, I would say no. I would make people do the twenty five dollar one. So I have to. I understand that. I just wanted the hundred one. Well, I have to see what that is, but uh, you can get the best ball kit. Be armed with the knowledge. You get twenty five dollar entry fee. The best ball kit ends up costing you fifteen bucks. Check that out. And if you ever have any questions about best ball, and you get the best ball kit. Or if you're just looking for some sort of extra advice, send me a DM on Twitter or something. Uh, I'll, I'll help DMs you out. The are open for you? They're, they're open to everybody. DM, you can, anybody in the entire world. My DMs are so close. DM me oh. on the Twitter. Oh, I, my DMs are so... Do you ever check the uh, the Facebook unread messages from like... Yeah, the, there's usually a lot of those. So. Oh, yeah, those are special. I, I enjoy checking the Twitter those. DMs I get are usually good. The Facebook... I get some creepy stalking <laughs> on the facebook DMs. yeah right? yeah I, i've i've had some weird facebook wins too like it's uh yep good times though good times uh we got to get out of here guys thanks for watching uh another show coming up we got crunch time if you want to mme or learn how to do that go watch the tutorial uh on demand that jordan did earlier in the day that's it we out ya thanks for watching bar for a big friday night with a bunch of value bats that match up very well pitch wise with the opposing pitcher and of course my favorite play on the slate who is it belly up to the fantasy bar and find out welcome in guys friday edition beers daily fantasy six pack the fantasy bar of course we're open for business here on friday six guys fresh off the tap for you here on yahoo but again guys i like all across the industry no matter what site you're playing on we will focus on that yahoo pricing and let's jump right into things here today 14 game slate lots of tough choices to be made so we're going to try to keep everybody 20 dollars or below in the hitting department to make things easy on you let's do that at first base with jock peterson just 13 dollars so Jock really checking all the boxes for me. Comes in hot and a guy that when he's hitting home runs, he tends to hit them in bunches. Three home runs over the last eight games. Two of those coming in just the last four games alone. Check box number one. Number two, we know he hits righties very well. 313 ISO, 387 weighted OBA. Check box number two. Matches up extremely well with Anibal Sanchez's pitch types. And that's really the check box that I'm looking for here. Top three pitches for Sanchez. Get a 300 or higher ISO on every one of those pitch. And check box number four just for a bonus. Sanchez's struggle with lefties. 359 weighted OBA allowed. 234 ISO allowed. Lots of things in the favor here of Jack Peterson to lead us off at just $13. All right, starting pitcher. We're going to go value there for you as well with Joey Lucchese of San Diego. Just $33. So cheapest price we've got on him. You guys know I love to buy low. you got to be looking at things like that. Cheapest price we've had since may on him the giants when you look across all the teams tonight second lowest projected team total at just 3.6 only the lowly 
Miami Marlins. Lower tonight than the San Francisco Giants. And we know the Giants not good against left-handed pitching. Bottom three in Woba, ISO, WRC+. They're down there with said Marlins in all those categories. 11th highest strikeout rate against lefties. And this guy's been pretty good against the Giants. One bad start, but two pretty good starts as well. Six strikeouts over six innings in the last start. Seven strikeouts in his first start against this Giants team. Nice SP2 is going to allow you to spend up on one of the higher-end pitchers here. Great matchup, big favorite, low team total for the Giants. Joey Lucchese, great value at $33. All right, let's go to the outfield. Continue here on the value train on Friday night with outfielder Michael Conforto, just $12. So we haven't seen it lately, but this guy gives us a lot of upside. At, at a discounted $12 price tag, we'll certainly take that. 249 ISO, Woba approaching 400 In another instant where he matches up very well with the pitch type. Mr. Agrazel loves to throw that sinker. That's a 374 ISO for Michael Conforto. A 524 weighted OBA against that pitch as well. Pretty big sample size against that pitch for him. Agrazo also gives up that mix we're looking for. Fly balls, hard contact, which leads to home runs. 47% fly ball rate, 43% hard contact rate. Obviously, somewhat of a limited sample here, but I like the Mets, really like this price tag. I'm Michael Conforto at just $12. All right, let's continue with the buy lows. Moving back to the infield shortstop, Paul DeYoung, just $10. So this is a great buy low. I mean, the dude went for 56 Yahoo points the other day. Hopefully you had him in your lineup. The price has only gone up a dollar. So let's take advantage of that here. And what's the theme of this show? Matching up pitch-wise. So not only is he a great buy low, but he matches up very well with right-handed pitchers, especially this matchup here with your Kini. We'll get to that in a minute. But DeYoung, 356 Woba against right-handed pitching. And the theme of the show pitch types how well do they match up and if you're looking for this information you can find it all over at our plate iq tool on roto grinders but 308 iso against the fastball your key uses that 43 percent of the time and 391 wobo allowed to righties 37 percent hard contact rate allowed again limited sample here but paul DeYoung way too cheap get him in those lineups tonight at just $10. All right, let's go to the outfield. We'll spend a little bit of money here. We'll reach our $20 cap with Shea Otani, $20. So Otani, as you'd expect, big numbers against righty. So Woba approaching 400 and back to pitch types. Mr. Woj loves to use that fastball against left-handed hitters almost 60% of the time. That's his pitch of choice. The Wobo goes up to 459 against that pitch. 387 is the ISO. And we all love the Woj Bombs. I'm going to give you a Woj Bomb of my own. Otani not only goes deep once, but he does it twice here against Wojnowski. Jay Otani, great play tonight against Mr. Woj. He has a big night at $20. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play. But before we do that, guys, I want to know who your favorite play is. Who's your beast tonight? Get in the comment section. Let me know. While you're there on YouTube, I need two things from you guys. Subscribe to the channel. That way you'll know when the videos are coming out. And if you're enjoying your time here in the Fantasy Bar on Friday night, any other day you've been here, guys, do me a favor. Just click that thumbs up button. It only takes a second, but really helps us out, and I greatly appreciate it. Now, let's look at my favorite play. You know him as the Beast of the Night. All right, beast time. We're going to stay in the outfield. We're going to dip under $20. A great price here on J.D. Martinez. $17. Tonight's beast of the night. Now, J.D. just swinging an insane stick right now. Five multi-hit games for him over the last six. We know this guy's money in the bank against left-handed pitching. Top five 
in MLB with a 405 ISO, almost a 500 Woba for him against left-handed pitching, hard contact at 47%, a nice high-value hit rate approaching 14% as well, and third in all of baseball with 10 home runs already against left-handed pitching. Now, James Paxton, a guy I really like, but a guy that has been struggling lately, and a guy that has struggled all season long with right-handed power hitters, 349 Woba allowed, 215 ISO, talking about a lot of fly balls at 43%, the hard contact where we want it, well over 30%. Love this spot for J.D. Martinez. We saw what Boston could do last night. I think they score a ton of runs here again tonight. Maybe not 19 like last night, but I think they put some big numbers on the board. J.D. Martinez, a great option here tonight. Easily my favorite play on Yahoo and tonight's beast of the night. All right, guys, that'll wrap us up here for Friday night in the Fantasy Bar, and that'll finish us off for this week as well. Guys, any questions, comments, feedback, whatever you want to talk about, get in that comment section. Get your beast of the night in there as well. Don't forget that thumbs up button on YouTube. But, guys, been a great week. Appreciate you stopping by. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck here tonight, guys, and we'll see you right back here next week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist. Hey, hey, Kirkwood, you want to hear my best um, Mad Dog impression right now? Yeah, hit me.
Chrissy, what's up there, Grinders? Good to have you here on a Friday afternoon here on uh, Major League Baseball Yahoo Tournament Edition. How are you there, Chrissy? Doing well, man. I, good to uh, see you there, buddy. Yeah, I'm in a good mood today. Uh, I don't know if I've taken quite the amount of medication that you have, but... Um, Crystal meth is medication. They tickle me guilty, Kirkwood. Um, but I woke up to a nice win last night after going to bed in the 12th inning when uh, Severino and VR both K'd, I just, you know, flipped off the laptop, went to sleep, woke up to uh, saying I won money, and I was like, what the hell? Did they credit me by accident? You know, and then I see that VR went absolutely ham in, like, the 16th inning and uh, got me there. So uh, it's I'm free-rolling tonight. You're free-balling tonight? Good well, for you, I'm man. Free, I free-ball every night. I'm free-rolling tonight. Oh, free-rolling tonight. Yeah, 150 I, there's no way I got time to put 150 entries in today. Maybe for football, baseball, I can't do it. You know, you're the you're the baseball guru here. But let me just tell everybody about what's going on. We got the freebie Friday on the lineup HQ, first of all. So uh, for those of you that are non-premium members, what are you waiting for to sign up? Second of all, um, lineup HQ, totally free. We got uh, just for the MLB content only. There's also a $1,000 free roll, which you could enter up to 150 times. So that's kind of cool. Um, $1,000 free roll, get RG swag. It's going to be wonderful, free all day. Um, drop the link in chat. That's what uh, Devin's going to do. I read promos like verbatim. So, Devin, if you put something in here, I will read it. Like, today it's free and uh, you're a douchebag. And I would read that. So, glad you didn't put that in there, Devin. How are you, Kirkwood? Let's get to some game by game. That's what we're going to do today. Did you know that? That's what we're going to do. It's what we're here for. Uh, Valar Jack in three bags. That's what you got late last night. I actually stayed up late, um, but not because I was watching baseball. What were you doing? What were you doing? What was I doing last night? I was watching the movie Drive. Have you ever seen that movie? Good movie. Good soundtrack. Terrific movie. Haven't seen it in years. Um, gonna buy a white jacket with a scorpion on the back because of it. So I got the lineup HQ up here. We're not gonna have to worry about that yet. We're just gonna go game by game. Um, and we'll start with the first one. Uh, Atlanta, Philadelphia is on the slate, right? Is that where we're going? We got Atlanta with a five, a little over five run total. Philly just below four and a half. Uh, Jake Arietta going up against the Braves. It looks as though, and let me get to uh, the ownership real quick as we're standing here. It looks like I mean, we've got mostly double digit ownership projected for the Braves. Uh, give me some plays from the Braves tonight with Freddie Freeman. Everything lining up might be the most popular player on the slate. All right. Let's uh, – all right, so that's the format. So we're going – this is the first game we're starting with here. Yeah. We're going right. game by game. That's, game by game. Go game by game, that's what we're doing. I like to start with a big picture overview, but – Fine. Uh, give me a big picture. No, 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 no. Come on, baby. Give me you a big picture overview. Then we'll go to game by game. Well, tonight's an interesting slate. We have, we've got a lot of good hitting spots. We have some decent high-end pitching uh -huh. and some pretty decent mid-tier pitching and some guys that you probably want to take a shot on on the low end. So um, I think it's going to, I think Granky is a month, a must. You just, you start with him um, and we'll get to that when we get to that game, apparently. But uh, I think that's the way to go. And then SB2 is the interesting spot. But uh, because Yahoo is all about pitching, that's kind of the way my mind works. I always make my lineups first with, like, where, where, am I, where am I going at pitcher? 
and then I just fill start filling in my bad spots. So it's the way that my mind works. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to get that out. But um, okay, so Braves Phillies. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to look up to the Weather Edge tool. Yeah. So I see a slight increase on Roth's Weather Edge. I got a little bit more of an increase in my Weather Edge knockoff tool. That's in beta version that I'm creating behind the scenes here. That's going to just take over the industry. But um, are so you selling I, it? I no, I, I don't. It's it's only for good friends that I use with. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not about the dollar. I'm not about the corporate dollar. Did you not see a, the weather tonight? It's all green. Yeah, it's 82 degrees. Got a 60 dew point. So I like it. I like it. Um, actually, no, I'm looking at the wrong game. 84 degrees, 63 dew points. So that's even better. So um, the problem is we don't we can't take these Nats bats, right? Because you want to go uber contrarian if we're playing tournaments, don't we? Yeah, that's a little too contrarian. I mean, that's too right? contrarian for you. <laughs> it is. I just don't see it. Um, yeah. It's it's. I would like to to play uh, Ryu on a different slate um, against the the Nats. Is just a tough matchup, tough uh, con- weather conditions. Um, but he's not someone I'm going to pick on by any means. He just does not give up anything. So. I'm going to avoid completely avoid the Nationals. I think Howie Kendrick is going to be in play at because he's min price at seven bucks on the Nats side. But um, I'm probably going to look elsewhere personally. But I don't hate the play if you like your overall lineup. Um, that really it comes down to the Dodgers bats here in this game because Annabelle Sanchez is a guy that just consistently overachieves, but his underlying metrics just don't look very good um, and. Uh, you know, has given up, shown a uh, hard hit ability to left-handed batters, um, you know, has a 234 ISO against lefties. And we know what the Dodgers are full of is, you know, competent, really good hitting left-handed batters. So the pricing is makes Jock Peterson a great play at first base tonight. And you get the limited pinch hit risk because of the fact that, you know, some of these guys have gone down. And so he's, he's getting his full amount of at-bats lately. Although, um, Roberts will do whatever he can to try to get Kiki Hernandez in there somehow, but uh, I think uh, Jock is pretty safe here and uh, is just you know, 313 ISO uh, against right handed pitching. I mean, for 13 bucks, I believe, is that what it is? 13 bucks, yeah. That's... So, real quick, you're looking at one offs on the, and I guess we're starting with the Dodgers National. I like a stack here for sure. You like but... a stack, even though it's going to be kind of chalky. Uh, I don't care. I, I want to, I want to. I want to score the most points. Okay. So who's who's standing out to you here uh, more than anybody else? I would think Peterson just because of the the salary, thirteen bucks. Muncie, Seeger, Bellinger, Verdugo is at fifteen. Russell Martin. I don't know if you want to take a shot there. I think Turner and Pollock. Uh, not bad. Listen, this whole thing, this whole lineup is just about a nice play. Give me the picks that you really like, and then. Yeah, we're not going to lock any until the end, but who are the guys that really stand out to you in the L.A. lineup? Jock. Jock is going to be a cash game staple. Uh, Verdugo is certainly capable of lighting it up for 15 bucks. Bellinger is going to be tough, but that's still – I mean, he's MVP candidate Cody Bellinger, 25 bucks. He's one of the top high-end bats here on the slate. Um, I personally like some other ones better, so I probably will be passing with him, but certainly include him in stacks for sure. Pollock is kind of sneaky, and Corey Seager is sneaky um, down at uh, in the seven hole. He's going to fall out of favor. His price is cheap, but 
Um, it's a good matchup, but just because of batting order, he's going to fall out of favor. Yeah, I'm just looking at Sanchez here. Got a plate IQ um, premium. And I mean, this is just nasty stuff. Uh, 234 ISO to left handers. He gets pummeled by left handers. So that's why you're bringing them all up Peterson, Verdugo, Bellinger, Muncy, Seeger, up and down. I mean, Turner hits right handers well, too. So um, just about the whole lineup's in play. Anybody on the Washington side? Uh, or just... The thing is, too, you can run on um, Sanchez. Mm -hmm. So guys like Bellinger get a little extra equity here and uh, AJ Pollock. Um, you know, he's, he's a good threat to steal on the bases. So, um, those guys are, you know, definitely should be included in stacks. Pollock is sneaky. I like Pollock actually in this spot. Yeah. I think there's a couple of plays from the Washington side. If you wanted to just, you know, guys that hit lefties. Well, I know Ryu has just been so good. Don't forget. And this is a ballpark that basically you know, I went to 30 games a year covering that team, seeing the cold weather in the early part of the year. And then once the, once it gets about 75 degrees in Nats park, it plays like one of the biggest band boxes in baseball. I mean, the ball just flies out there. It's hot. It's humid. Um, I think a couple plays, maybe Dozier, Soto, Eaton. I, nobody's going to be owned, uh, owning the, the Nationals tonight. They're going to be all fading those. But guys that hit the left-handers that can put the ball in the air on a fastball, I think that's I mean, Rendon would be the guy. And Rendon. Right. I mean, well, I still think Soto and Dozier have – I mean, they got higher ISOs there. Rendon's the best player, but if you if you were making a stack, Rendon's there. But I think a couple one-offs there, Soto and Dozier, nobody's going to be on the Nats tonight. Nobody. Nope. nope, including me. Including you, and probably me as well. Well, there's 150 um, lineups you can make on FanDuel, so if you want to take part in the RG3 world, by all means, uh, go for it. You want? Can we get to the Atlanta-Philadelphia game now? We all right with that? We can. All right, let's, let's, let's go there. Atlanta- um, here's the lineup just right through Acuna, Albies, Freeman. Again, Freeman, we got him projected at 17% ownership. This will probably be another popular stack, won't it, tonight? Going up against Arietta? Uh, yes, and it definitely should be as well. So give me some plays from this one. Who do you like? Besides for Freeman, the obvious one, where would you start your stack? <clears throat> um, let's see here. This the line, the lineup is out. So, okay. So they switched things up. So they put out Ozzy Albies up to the second spot. So that's an interesting play for second base, um, 16 bucks. Uh, Arietta is just a guy that I'm absolutely fine with picking on, especially in weather. And, uh, I've got no problem. Um, once we get into that, uh, Philly's bullpen too, it's just a good spot. So I really do like the Braves here. Um, and I mean, I like them all to be honest with you. So let me uh, let me pull up plate IQ and let's just whittle them down and look at pricing here. So Albies I really like, and uh, I'm gonna have to see how I can fit him in with builds. Um, Freddie Freeman is just awesome play tonight. Um, you know, you're gonna have to pay for it for 20 bucks, but you know there are some cheap pitchers where we can make uh, some really decent lineups. So really solid play. Donaldson, I would like, but that's just too much. So, I mean, that's just, it's just exp too expensive in my opinion, personally, but uh, I do see the upside there. Acuna is always in play. Plus you get a stolen base upside with uh, Arietta. So, I mean, you want guys that can run, you can get equity from all, all angles and that's Acuna, uh, Albies, and then Freeman is the power bat. So those are the, those are the three right off the bat. Right. Um, Camargo is interesting as a cheap, uh, shortstop punt, seven bucks that no one's going to play um, like that. 
And, uh, you know, McCann is a decent catcher play, although I like other ones better. Is Kamara going to line up here? I don't have I don't have that. Uh, I just got the lineup here on uh, Play.Q. I got Acuna, Albies, Freeman, Donaldson, Marcakis, McCann, and Ciarte, and Swanson. Uh, no, I'm showing Camargo's in there. Okay, that's it. Then Swanson's out of there, and Camargo's got to be in there. Very good. Um, Philadelphia side, anything, any interest in the Philadelphia side tonight? Maybe a one-off. Soroka's decent, um, and but – has shown some decline did have a really good start mixed in after you know with a bad start too as well um but um someone i'm not scared of to be honest with you so yeah these phillies are in play um and there's some decent pricing here in a couple of these plays um grant's uh one of grant's favorite players uh reese hoskins is 15 bucks that looks nice segura's 10 bucks that's cheap um and real muto is a solid catcher play to fill out your lineup for 11 bucks. Um, you could certainly play Harper tonight for $17 too as well. Yep. And again, look at the umpire here tonight, Mark Carlson, extreme hitters umpire. How much do you take umpires into your build when you're building? I consider it. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on the pitcher, the types of pitchers. I don't go. So any good projection system out there will already take that into account. Right. So it's kind of just overload when you're doing it, but uh, I definitely look at it. Okay. Very good. Um, we'll move on to Tampa Bay, Toronto. I think the Rays, you know, this is another one, a little over five with their uh, run total tonight. I'm looking at the ownership, though. It's not as high as the, it's not as high as the Dodgers. It's not as high as Atlanta. Of course, Fam and Meadows, let me pull this up here just so everybody's got it. But Fam and Meadows, uh, we're looking a little bit over 10%. But the rest of that lineup, G Man Choi at 12 bucks on Yahoo. Are you kidding me? Uh, that could be cash. Lowy um, at one percent, twenty bucks. People are probably going to shy away from that. Avi Garcia again. Who do you like here from Tampa Bay, if anybody, and how much exposure? Um, I do like them. I'm not a believer in uh, wax, wax pack or whatever wags pack. Uh, yeah, whatever the hell his name is. Um, he is going to get lit up, um, and they have a bad bullpen too behind him. Uh, Tampa. It's been a little quiet recently with the bats, but um, certainly you're going to look for guys, um, at least on the, the numbers so far, the righties have really, you know, gotten to, uh, to wag, whatever. And uh, so some of that is going to be Tommy Pham, you know, Darnold is batting cleanup. Um, I mean, I like a lot of these guys. This is a great stack. Choi is in play, but he's probably my least favorite, to be honest with you. Yeah, why is that? I would rather um, just because it's too easy. It's he's got pinch hit risk. He's also I, I don't believe in his skill set very much. He's pro- good chance to hit a bomb, so that's that's in play for sure. But like nobody's gonna play um, Nate Lowe at uh, twenty bucks when they mm-hmm. have Choi at twelve bucks. So I think for GPP stuff, um, you know, he's got good upside in the five spot there. So I would go there. I mean, I, I don't mind Choi at all. I, I prefer Jock, but uh, this whole lineup's in play just because minus I'm probably not going to take Duffy, Wendell, um, or even Adamas, but uh, one through six looks pretty tasty in this spot. Uh, Toronto, the other side of things. I mean, you know, tonight we're talking about uh, they got Wagaspick on the, on the mound. Yarborough, Castillo is who we're looking at here. 
you know, the Toronto offense is an interesting one. We've got no ownership on this team whatsoever. There's probably a reason for that. I don't see too much upside out of this, um, out of this lineup unless you wanted to go Gurriel. Yeah, it's tough. Yarbrough's been pitching pretty well. He's a pretty good pitcher. Um, you know, they they moved Biggio up in the lineup, so he avoids him for his first at bat. I think he's certainly a, a value play that's in play for 10 bucks at second base position. They're in a kind of tough position if you can't get up to Albies. But um, Guriel would be the guy, but what's his price? Because they, they've had him priced like Mike 21. Trout. Okay, they came down. I, I was commenting to a couple of the guys over at Yahoo saying, how the heck is – Guriel, the same price as Mike Trout, actually more expensive than Mike Trout on a, on any given slate. Um, but they uh, they brought him down a little bit. I mean, he's their best hitter. Um, I prefer Smoke from the left side. Um, Grichik, home run upside for eleven bucks. Danny Jansen actually up there in hard contact over the last thirty days. Nobody's. I, I can't really justify playing him much, but for GPPs I can. But this is all just basically it's Biggio, it's uh it's Biggio, maybe Guerrero, Guriel for GPPs and Grichik. All right, very good. Let's but I'm not up. super excited about any. By the way, you talk to the Yahoo guys, you're such a big winner over there. They at least send you some swag or what's going on with them? No, I, you don't need snack swag. Why? Cuz why? Who cares? I got a, I got a Yahoo cup actually. A cup. There you go. They gave you one? Yeah, and some sunglasses and a t-shirt. So they do hook you up. That's good. Like to see that. All right, we've got a we got a game total over six tonight. That's the Junkies. My goodness, look at these, <laughs> look at these prices, dude. Twenty five dollars, Lemayhew Judge, Hicks and Encarnacion twenty one, Gregorius twenty. Do you even want to mess with the bottom of the order here? Maybe Luke Voigt. Uh, then there's Glaber Torres has been popping home runs left and right. I mean, I think this might keep the ownership down just a little bit from the sole fact that these you're basically going to have to start a $1 pitcher to be able to stack these guys, Kirkwood. Yeah. Um, well, so that's what it is. So we have a cheap pitcher. So you can make, so Yankees are a top stack tonight mm-hmm. um, for sure. And top one-offs too, as well, because I mean, Kashner is not good. Maybe he comes out and throws a good game, whatever, but we saw what he, what he was in his, in his last start. And um you know, the Yankees, after just getting pummeled yesterday, are certainly going to have some revenge on their mind tonight. And this is this is the spot to attack, right? Like, and to keep it going against uh, Kashner and, you know, the, the really bad Boston bullpen this season. So, yeah, I mean, I love Judge. I like Hicks. I like Encarnacion. I love Gregorius. Um, Glaber is always – I mean, it's just the home runs, right? So any of these guys – I mean, LeMahieu, I just can't pay that price, but, you know – He's, he's certainly deserves it, but um, I just, it's Judge, Encarnacion, Gregorius, Voigt, Glaber. It's like, boom. I mean, you can get, no one will play Cameron Maven, but he was kind of raking when he was last up playing. Um, so I could see that one working out for you. But uh, I like all these guys. And Judge would be a priority play if I have the funds. Dude, how about these home run props too? Look at Judge, uh, it's a plus 275. And then Encarnacion at plus 255. So Encarnacion tonight, you know, Vegas is looking at him saying, got another good chance of of popping a a jack there. So let's get to Boston, the Boston side. And five and a half, just about five and a half runs. That's not bad either. You know, this offense can always just completely explode. J.D. Martinez, home run prop at 281. 
looking at the team ownership here. Wow. Uh, one, two percent Martinez at six percent. So this is this could be pretty interesting tonight. You got Cashner on one side and then James Paxton on the other side. Let's face it. Uh, Chris uh, Paxton just hadn't been the guy we thought he was. This could be a sneaky stack tonight. He needs, a, he needs he needs a beard. He looks just he looks just awful with with uh, a clean shaven face. You ever, you, ever, you ever notice that? I didn't, Chris. So he just looks attackable to me. If you put if you give him a little stubble, he's like the ace that he always was. You I don't guess. know if he hasn't shaved in the last four days, do you? Well, they don't they don't they make you shave over there in in the Yankee dugout. Yeah, but he could have you talk about stubble. Maybe he has a little stubble. It's got to be enough stubble that they don't allow. All right, it's not going to happen then. So what? But, are we he's, here? but he's 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 starting to come on with the strikeout stuff. But he's a, this is a tough spot in Boston. I do expect him to pitch pretty well tonight. Um, and I, but there are some bats. The, the pricing makes a lot of these bats out of play, like Mookie Endeavors. Xander has been crushing, so I can't say that that's a bad play. But I'm not paying 25 bucks for him against uh, <laughs> Paxton. But the one play that you know. People will shy away because it's Paxton, but J.D. Martinez is just too cheap. He's starting to hit. He's starting to flash some power here. It's a matchup with the Yankees. He's got the platoon. We always like him against lefties. Um, so he's the guy. And then the cheap punt play if you really need it. I don't know if you really need it tonight, but if you do, Sam Travis uh, at 8 bucks. Grant uh, played him the other night and got a lucky home run. And uh, I played him the slate before that and got a lucky home run. So why not get another lucky home run tonight? It's just throwing something at the wall, right? It's just it's just about your overall lineup, and then you yeah. just get lucky, you know? All right, so let's just make this real quick. Grinky against Miami. Give me a break, right? Cooper, Anderson. I mean, if they were $1 players, then maybe we could throw one or two in the lineup, get a zero, and stack up elsewhere. This is just garbage. So Granky doesn't have the highest strikeout stuff, but he's yeah. certainly capable of mowing them down. But the, the beautiful thing is, is you get to you get he gets the great uh ballpark boost in Miami, right? You get to the roofs closed. You get to avoid any of the weather, the hot, humid weather, and you get to take on the absolute worst lineup in baseball. And so this is a team that the Marlins, they strike out a lot uh, against right-handed pitching, 25.5%, and they have a, a anemic, pathetic 75 WRC+. And Granke is just a competent, you know, skilled veteran that is should be able to have a really easy good start so that's that's kind of the lock at pitcher for cash games tonight um would be zach granke i mean we've seen the marlins get to some pretty good pitchers and that just that happens of course it happens to anybody happen. but. i feel so good about granke tonight is k prop six and a half um with a little bit of plus money very low but let's look to the other side then because sandy alcantara is on the mound um this is a stack that I really like, Arizona. I get it that the ballpark is not great. Uh, this is a team that really mashes left-handed pitching. But look at this. We've got low ownership. Everybody's under 5% except for Peralta. Eduardo Escobar, Catal Marte, these are two guys that can crush home runs. There's a couple guys in this lineup that I like tonight. I'm not saying a full stack, but two or three guys that I could really uh, get on board. And I think Escobar and Marte are the two guys that I'm looking at. Yep. Um, we know uh, JSU is on your boy, uh, Cattell Marte. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Alcantara is nothing special um, and is capable of getting lit up depending on, you know, how 
how his command is. He's going to walk some guys. And then what, you know, he's, he's not a horrible pitcher, but he's not very good. Um, and definitely can take advantage. Tough park, like you said, but you know, this is also a team with the seventh worst bullpen, you know, behind them too, as well. And that that's probably being generous. So if they get to Alcantara, this is a, you know, they're on the, on the road here, you get the nine, nine innings of full at bats. It's a team that can bat around and the lineup is getting better with uh, Peralta back now. Um, so, you know, Dyson, all these, the, the top, actually all of them, uh, one through six are, are just fine with me. Any of them. Yeah. The only thing that I will say about Alcantara, you know, this season, the fly ball rate, 33 and a half percent, 33.8 on the other side. So you're not getting a ton of fly balls, but I think this, this offense just in a good spot where people don't expect them um, just aren't really going to play them because of the ballpark. I think they'll be on Grinky on the other side, but on the pitchers, but and look at the hard hit rate too. He's given up over 34% hard hits. So I love that Peralta's back here. Marte Escobar Peralta could be a nice little stack to go with tonight. Yep. Uh, I'm going to throw that in there. I'm going to have to make a note, Marte Escobar Peralta. Is that throwing away money? Not at all. All right, good. Uh, next game, Pittsburgh and the Mets. Let's look at the pitchers here just real quick. Uh, Dario, Dario Agrizal, not good. Uh, Zach Wheeler, who may or may not be traded. Who the hell knows what's going on with the Mets right now, but Wheeler, I love the ceiling for Wheeler tonight. Let's look at the – but let's start with the offenses here, and I guess we'll start with the Mets, huh? Because um, I think this is going to be a pretty popular stack too. And actually, look at it. Conforto, 17%. Ramos, 18%. Cano, Cano is a great play, uh, 11%. Give me your thoughts on the well, Mets. Well, the most – let's start out with pitching because it's the most interesting. Right. It's, the right. most, it's the most interesting uh, spot here with, okay. with Zach Wheeler. So, Wheeler's been on a little bit of a layoff. Um, and shoulder. yeah, with the shoulder and is someone who's probably going to be babied because he's, you know, trade bait right now. Um, and speculation is this is probably his last start with the Mets. Right. Um, so how, how deep is he going to go? I think it's probably, we have to kind of take an under approach here, you know, from a pitch count. So that's, what's scary. And then the fact that it's a low strikeout matchup, if I felt good about, you know, I like Wheeler's skill set. Um, the matchup is safe. I felt good about getting a full full Wheeler. Then uh, I would be interested against uh, against Pitt here. But because I'm just not sure, although the price is super tempting, right? Like it's it's very tempting. He's he's 37 bucks. You can do a lot with that as an SP, SP2. And he's definitely skilled. So I wouldn't, well, you can take a risk and take a chance, but I'm probably going to avoid him because uh, I'm just not sure how deep he's going to be going in this one. And then look at Agrizal. It's very small sample, okay? 28 innings, but the Sierra is 5.5. Yeah, we're not pitching him. We're taking bats. No, we're going up. Yeah, we want to we want to target Agrizal tonight. Oops, there we go. So let's get to this, uh, the Mets lineup. Thoughts on New York here? You know, they got some nice bats, especially for the left-handed side is, is what I'm looking at tonight. Um, and of, of course, Alonzo is going to be a tournament play always. But here we go. McNeil, Conforto, Alonzo, Dom Smith is in the lineup hitting six tonight. I like to see that. Let's see a little left-handed stack tonight. Well, uh, certainly Kevin Roth's weather edge likes this game. Um, it is hot and humid in New York. 
Um, so it's uh, it's shown a big boost in home runs. And so if you had to bet where these where the home first home run is going to come from, it's Alonzo, right? Yeah, I suppose it would be Alonzo. I mean, Conforto, all these guys, these top three, these four guys, they can all hit home runs in this lineup. Conforto, Conforto, awesome play, $12, awesome play. There's a lot of good $12, $11 plays tonight. So um, it'll, he'll get thinned out a little bit. So, but that ownership, 17. um, It might, it might even be lower than that once uh, things get adjusted because there's, there's plenty of good plays in that range, but he's an awesome play. Uh, for cash and GPP. Um, this is a low strikeout guy, uh, Agrizol. And uh, I say it every every time, but Pittsburgh starters are certified losers, period. Period. So attack them always. Um, and, you know, Alonzo's awesome play for GPP is going to get totally overlooked. Conforto, awesome play. Cano, nah, I don't, uh, no thank you, especially with the price increase. Wilson Ramos, who's been terrible, is kind of interesting for a punt catcher for seven bucks. I like him more against the lefties. Yeah, of course. But like this is a this is a soft, this is a Agrizol, this is a soft throwing, low strikeout guy. Six percent, you know, strikeouts to right-handed batters on the season. That's just pathetic. So this is a this is a catcher for seven bucks who's got power, who's gonna be putting the ball in play. By the way, if you're not using Plate IQ Premium, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You got to get Plate IQ Premium. So here, just Agrizol, he's got a 10.4% K rate. Get very small sample size, but this guy sucks. And let's just face it, man. Um, lefties crush this guy. 88 mile an hour exit velocity, the 14% K rate. He walks 9% uh, walk rate, fly ball rate, 47.5%. Are you kidding me? I mean, hard contact, 43%. Just look up and down this lineup here. Now, he does throw a lot of sinkers, so you'd have to go down and see who really crushes the sinkers well. But, I mean, Conforto's a guy with a 374 ISO on a, on a sinker. Rest of the offense, Dom Smith's over 200. I think Conforto and Smith and uh, Alonzo are the three guys that really stand out to me here. Uh, for me, it's Conforto, Alonzo, and then Ramos is just a cheap punt. No Dom Smith. Nah. Too far down in the order? Or well, I mean, like it's fine for GPPs. It's just he's not going to make my lineup. I just don't believe in his overall skill set. And he's a horrendous fielder. So he's, he's there's always, you know, potential to take get lifted in this game. But anything on the other side, Kirkwood, Josh Bell, 17 bucks against Wheeler? Yeah, why not? These prices come down. So he's getting playable. Why not? Yeah. Corey Dickerson, right. top of the order. What's his price? 14. That's fine. Um, yeah, this it's this is it's Pittsburgh's kind of interesting here. That's they're, they're sneaky. The you know, Marte's got some stolen base upside. Yeah, but it it's, doesn't really move the needle. But uh, Dickerson and Bell. Dickerson and Bell. All right, let's move on to Minnesota and the White Sox. Before I do that, I just told you about uh, Plate IQ Premium, but we got the freebie Friday today. It's a uh, lineup HQ is completely free. So if you're watching us here. It's free. Um, MLB content only, though. Nothing else right now. You got a $1,000 free roll on FanDuel, and we can put in 150 entries. So if you got enough time, you want to throw in 150 entries, by all means, go and do it. Free all-day lineup HQ, $1,000 free roll, RG swag. Somebody on the chat said that they had gotten, like, um, uh, sunglasses 
from uh, from what we got from Yahoo. No, so they, they were there. I got them and a mug. No, well, somebody else said uh, towels and all sorts of stuff. Oh, towels too. Nice. No, not towels. I'm just making that up. Just making that up, pal. Minnesota and the White Sox. Ah, here's my boy Pineda. Love it. Love it tonight. He's back, dude. Yeah, he's in Buying play. That? He's in play. You buy him his back? I am. I don't know. I mean, I don't really ever buy him. He's got strikeout stuff. The matchup is certainly in very good for him. So the price is the price is fine at forty four bucks. I just like guys cheaper, to be honest with you. Um, on Yahoo, because we yeah. love we love pitching on Yahoo. You gotta have two solid pitchers. So like, I could. So if I was. He's right in that mid range where it's he's playable because like if you want if you want Granky, <clears throat> um, it's tough to get Lynn. So Pineda could kind of like fill for an option, but at that point, I'd much rather just go down to uh, Joey Lucchese, who's going to be my my pitcher tonight. So that's the guy I'm I'm honing in on. All over Lucchese. Okay, Minnesota bats. We love Minnesota bats. My God, all these guys do is hit home runs. Uh, Kepler, love it. Polanco, Cruz was, I mean, Cruz is just on fire right now. Rosario, Sano. You could really go with anybody from this lineup. I guess what one through six, I mean, throw Marwin and one through five, and then throw Marwin Gonzalez in if you wanted to. Looking like, do you think the ownership's going to come up, or is this accurate in your estimation right now? Because a lot of guys under five percent. I love these Twins bats, dude. All they do is hit home runs. Yes, they do. So um, you have to like them again tonight. You got to like the weather. Uh, they're just, they hit home runs. They hit dingers. They're like Big Al. They, they, they hit dingers. And that's what you want. Kepler, awesome play, leading off. You know, plus, you know, they're on the road. So you get the extra at-bats and you get the equity against the terrible White Sox bullpen. Now, Dylan Cease is a good pitcher supposed to be a good pitcher, but still uh, a wild card here as he works his command and control out. You know, he struggles with control, gives up walks, and that can lead to to big innings against a team like the Twins. It's nice that he does have a pitcher umpire. You know, that. so this is a guy that I do kind of look at it with um, just when I'm trying to make decisions um, because, you know, he struggles with his command. But, you know, this Twins team is so patient and so capable from top to bottom that I just can't see this working out in his favor. And um, I just think the Twins, once they get into that bullpen, are just going to rip this game open, and they may rip the game open against Cease to begin with. So um, I like all these guys, and that's like a theme here and the spots that I like. But Kepler is my favorite. Polanco is certainly in play. Cruz is the hottest hitter in baseball right now. Um, Rosario would kind of be my favorite that he might get overlooked here, um, even though he's the cleanup hitter. So um, all these guys are good plays. And we don't, we don't have to worry about like a $25 Garver tonight. Don't worry about it. Don't, but yeah, Garver, not tonight. Castro is in there. We got to start moving here, bro. We've been, I mean, we're not even halfway through the slate. So let's pick it up. Anything from the White Sox? Um, Against Pineda. Nothing. If you wanted an absolute cheap punt at uh, first base, A.J. Reed. Um, this is a guy who was a good, you know, prospect for the Astros, hit well in the minors, has just hasn't figured it out uh, at the major league 
level, but does have a home run upside. Pineda is a guy who can give up bombs. He's seven bucks. So it's just a complete cheap punt looking for a home run. And that's how you win on Yahoo is you take advantage of guys with home run upside who are completely cheap and you just build a lineup with strikeouts and home runs. Uh, Chicago, Milwaukee, Gio Gonzalez, Kyle Hendricks. Not enough K's from Hendricks. I don't like Gio Gonzalez. I'm fading both pitchers. You? Uh, correct. Fading both pitchers. Just tough right. spot for Hendricks. Uh, not a high strikeout guy. Better, better, better options. And then uh, Gio is awful. So let's look at the Cubs offense here. Baez, Bryant, always in the mix in a GPP, I suppose. I'm not going to have a lot of these guys. Our projected ownership is very low on the Cubs, too. I'm not down with it tonight. You? Javier Baez looks tempting, even though he's overpriced. But, you know, this is a guy that could certainly pop one. Contreras leading off, if you can get up to it, that's a fabulous play. Um, if if you can play that night, you know, no one's going to be able to spend 19 bucks a catcher, I d- doubt, because there's just too many big bats to pay for, like Aaron Judge and stuff. So that's going to be a contrarian, awesome uh, GPP upside play, a catcher position could provide separation. Milwaukee going up against Hedricks. Yelich, um, Rondal maybe, always in play. Thames. Kane is okay. Uh, Grandal is probably my favorite catcher play. And uh, Moustakas is, is an awesome play at third tonight. Okay. Cleveland and the Royals with cheese, amigo. Pitcher, Jacob Judas, Zach Plesak. We're fading both, right? Um, Weather Edge is, uh, certainly likes this spot um, for the overall game environment. And it's two hittable pitchers, but, you know, Junis has pitched better. It's it's all about his slider, um, you know how how effective it is. And uh, but it is it's a scary spot. I just don't see massive upside with the Indians. So I mean Lindor is always like the number one, you know, leading off home run upside. Let off the game with a home run last night. Awesome awesome play if you can afford him at, at catcher. Um, Kipnis looks reasonably priced for a second base play for thirteen bucks. I prefer Albies, but uh, Kipnis is certainly playable. Um, I could end up there myself. Not sure. I haven't really crunched the lineup since a lot of this stuff, a lot of these lineups got released. But uh, those are my two favorite plays. Dozier and Solaire every night in play. Every night. Nobody owns them. And they got they got pop. And you've got Plesak on the mound who gives up a ton of power to, to right-handers. We've, got a, lot, we've got a lot of $7 first base punts with home run upside. And another Duda? Lucas Duda. Yeah. <sighs> He sucks, but, you know. It's tough, buddy. It's tough going there. Cleveland? Uh, I went through it. I went through it. Lindor and Kipnis. I was looking at the plate IQ while you are doing that. You got got a lot of things. You're multitasking. All right. Oh, is uh, is my man Jordan in the out? In the, uh, let's see here. They haven't come out with the lineup yet for the, for the Strohs. I don't see it right now, but uh, going up against Flaherty's a good pitcher. I mean, maybe this isn't the night to target the Astros, but they could always put up 10 runs, you know? And But you got to, everybody's high price in there except for Chirinos. Yeah, uh, Flaherty's a good pitcher. Um, I would have interest if we, you know, I have mild interest for GPPs and Flaherty as a, as a, as a pitcher. You know, it's just, it's, I do really want to pick on the low strikeout, you know, really good bats of the of the uh, Houston Astros no you don't um you know it is it's probably going to be a little bit weaker of a lineup because Alvarez probably won't make the lineup um because of the uh 
the National League game here uh, with, with no DH. So um, uh, the, the real interesting pitching pitcher in this game is Urquidy. How do, I don't even know. Yeah, Urquidy. Yeah, Ur- Pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's electric. He's got strikeout stuff. He, you, it's always a, He flashed it certainly in his last game where he went absolutely ham. Now it was a high strikeout matchup. Now, this is another good matchup that's, unfortunately, he might be running into at the wrong time because they're just heating up here. Like, Goldschmidt is on a tear of homers in each of his last four games, I think, or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, we saw what uh, DeYoung did the other night. Um, just went absolutely ballistic, three home runs, uh, one against uh, Jose Usuna, a position player, so we can throw that out. But, uh, other than, you know, he's 25 bucks. This is a guy who's had over a 30% K percentage in the minors, had a couple of rough outings, was sent back down, came back up, and went absolutely ballistic in his last start. I think there's a lot of strikeout upside for him. He's $25, right? So he's I'm, – I'm really torn on whether I want to throw him and just have use that extra money for bats in a tougher matchup with more risk for sure because you never know what you get out of these young kids – or do I want to go with uh, Lucchese? Well, would you even consider going Lucchese or Kitty and then Bats? Yeah, tournaments. Yahoo. Absolutely. Granky's not a super high upside pitcher. You know, things, you know, a couple of hits. If he's uh, gets a lot of outs and just not strikeouts in this one, you know, absolutely. These guys could go toe-to-toe with him. Uh, St. Louis, this offense has been absolutely on fire. You do have a young pitcher. Maybe you've got a little bit of, of volatility there. Munoz leading off at ten bucks. Um, Martin, remember when Jose Martinez used to be seven bucks every day? Uh, <sighs> I know those were the those days. Those were the days. That's right. Uh, Goldie DeYoung, they're crushing. What about the the Cardinals? Yeah, De, DeYoung is a awesome play. He's ten bucks. He's starting to heat up. He always has home run upside. It's hot, humid, good hitting weather, and it's a uh, young unknown uh pitcher so there's always blow up risk with these guys right like because they they're just not fully ready all the time so i mean there's there's high risk with this pitcher could blow so a lot of these bats could work out but he also could mow these guys down but so you take the cheap ones right so you go DeYoung at 10 bucks okay not, not gonna hurt you too bad texas oakland um pitchers here's the here it is lance lynn i mean it's expensive 51 bucks but the k rate's coming up He's going up against the Texas team tonight. My goodness, Daniel Mengen throw throw Mengen out of the uh, out of the pool here. But how about a little Lance Lynn love? Do you have any for Lance Lynn tonight? Of course, I have Lance Lynn love. I've loved this guy all season. He, I was late to come around on him because I just I'm just so I I know Lance Lynn for years and years of playing DFS and I just didn't believe it, but something has changed this guy he totally made me a believer when i went and saw him pitch in person against the red sox and just mowed down every one of these right-handed batters that we had and his i mean he throws heat he does and he's got got a good mix and he's fabulous against righties so this is like the best possible matchup you can get for him yeah it's a hot um well decent team um oakland you know with the bats but there's only a couple of lefties in this lineup if if that let me let's see if we even what we're projecting here so i mean obviously olsen is a bat that worries you but like chris davis has been awful although he did just miss a home run last night he's starting to put some good 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 barrels on the ball at least 
But um, all this is a right-handed lineup against a pitcher who's just absolutely been a lead against right-handed batters, and I and I he's your highest upside pitcher on the slate tonight. Twenty-seven percent K percentage, um, great Sierra. Three point seven Sierra is actually better than his ERA, so it's like you're not saying this guy's getting lucky. Um, and uh, has suppressed the home run ball, 0.87 home run per nine, um, low walks. I mean, this is this is this is the highest upside pitcher on the slate tonight. All right, we got about 20 minutes. We still got to do a build and get to the chat. So let's just start talking players. Uh, Texas going against Mengden. Anybody standing out? Yeah, Nomar Mazar is cheap at 11. So Mengden is just bad against lefties. Uh, this is a a weaker lineup now without Joey Gallo. It would be nice to be able to fire up Gallo in this spot, but. Uh, Mazzara, uh, 11 bucks is your power lefty. Um, so he's, he's the one, he's my favorite play in this game. Uh, then it's Baltimore and the angels pitching. You got Asher Oshikowski throwing the mound for, uh, Baltimore. So let's target, let's target him. No, he's, he's actually pretty good to be honest with yeah. you, or at least has been pretty good, but his pitch mix looks pretty damn good. Um, hold on. So I dug into him. His he's getting forty percent whiffs on his curveball, and he's got good. He's up there in uh, horizontal movement on his curve. He's got a really good slider. He's been getting forty-seven percent whiffs on that, and he's got an average four-seamer and a pretty decent change. They get a changeup. They get swing and misses. So he's getting swings and misses. Now, yes, the pedigree hasn't been there, and this is a guy that has overachieved, but he's kind of a wild card and he's pitching very well. So he's, he's actually, in my opinion, is like the most interesting pitcher on the Orioles at this point. However, I do think that we can take bats against them. And this is a bullpen that is just absolutely atrocious and used up their, their two best arms last night. And, you know, this game went 16 innings. So both of these bullpens are horrendous and. He's got a 53% fly ball rate. Great. What, how many home runs he given up? And this is only a few starts. This is only a few starts this year. But then, you, I mean, you put him up against these guys on the Angels that just crush fastballs. Upton, Otani, Trout, Cal, Cole Calhoun's been going bananas. I'm listen. I'm glad you brought him up, and that that's definitely going to be a contrarian play tonight. You're a star. no. I'm not. I'm not playing him. I'm not playing him. You're not even play. I just. I think two, three, four, five. I'm just saying that he's he's the worry. He's the worry because okay. um, uh, he's the good pitcher in this game, and um, their bullpen is horrendous. It's shot. This is. I love this game. I think tonight's the. You know, a lot of people are going to be upset with like Otani. Uh, Upton and Calhoun after last night, but this is the night to go right back. I think this game is going to go absolutely bananas. Both sides? Both sides. Wow. So let's look at the uh, Orioles then. Pilar, Mancini, these two guys have been uh, table setters. Santander has been hitting some home runs. Nunez has home run potential. Cisco has home run potential. Listen, the, the Orioles stink, but they got guys that can just hit home runs up and down this order. Uh, Chance Cisco is an interesting catcher play at 13 bucks as a uh, GPP pivot off of like a Grandal. Uh, Jonathan VR is my hero uh, after the late, late innings that uh, got me all the glory last night. So I thank Who him. Who is it and tonight? Tropiano? I, I'll probably just, I'll just probably pay homage to VR and run it back with him again tonight. Right. Um, just because of uh, Tropiano's struggled and uh, wasn't really going to be scheduled to start. This was going to be Griffin Canning's start and, uh, they used him last night in that 16 inning game. Um, 
So I like now the interesting if Dwight Smith Jr. makes the lineup for seven bucks in the outfield, that that's pretty tempting. You know, Tropiano definitely a guy who can give up bombs. Who's your favorite play from here, Villar? Yep. Uh, yep. We got to get. We got two games left. San Francisco. And load up this game, though. Everyone, like, take one thing away. Load up this whole game. Angels Orioles. Yep. Uh, Samarja Lucchese, the pitching matchup tonight. So maybe Samarja racks up some case. K rates coming up right now. Lucchese is going to be super uh, chalky tonight. Thirty-three bucks on Yahoo. So what do we do with the bats? Um, well, let's talk pitcher. Okay. Uh, Lucchese. I've already said it. He's my favorite SP two. Uh, he's going in opposite directions with Shark. His strikeout stuff's been down. He's had some tough starts recently. Um, and, you know, the, the the number of pitches is always a concern with him. He has had some tough matchups in that time. So he's, you know, he's faced St. Louis, um, the Dodgers, the, the Braves, the Cubs. So these haven't been the cakewalk matchups. Um, he has had two decent games and one really high game. Um, against uh, the Giants already this season. Um, the Giants are playing better baseball, but this is still an offense that we can pick on. Um, the Giants on the road against lefties this season uh, strike out at a 26.3% clip, have a 65 WRC+. Plus. Uh, Lucchese is certainly capable of pumping off a good game here. His price is super nice at $33. Bucks. Uh, as of right now, he's my SP2. That's your SP2. Okay, very good. Um, bats. And I, I think Shark, I, I'm, people might are people are going to play Shark. Um, I, I, I'm not. I, I hate that guy. I think he's so – I think he's terrible, to be honest with you. He might flash one of his strikeout games, but um, I'm not risking it. Detroit-Seattle, last game here. Pitchers, let's look <laughs> at him. Kikuchi, what the hell's going on? You know, the bat likes Kikuchi tonight. This guy – I'm waiting for him to put it together, string together some good starts in a row. Daniel Norris on the other side. Seattle's uh, game, let's see, the run total's got to be over five. Yeah, 5.07. Kikuchi in play? Yes, because both of these guys are somewhat in play just because of matchup. Yeah. Okay. But I'd rather take Lucchese, man. I'm I'm right there with you. The, The only thing I would say from this game, Seattle bats. I suppose um, Beckham with a grand slam last night. Narvaez has some pop too. Um, JP Crawford. These guys are all really cheap. Kirkwood. We're talking 12, 11 bucks there. 14 for Malik Smith. It's a very cheap lineup to jam in. If you're going 150, if you're going multi-entry tonight, even on FanDuel with our, uh, our free, free roll tonight, I think it's worth taking a shot on them. Castellanos, great GPP play. Tim Beckham um, certainly in play against a lefty, even after the Grand Slam. Might get a little bit more ownership tonight. Um, but this is a guy that no one ever plays, and uh, against Daniel Nor- Norris is a good spot. Um, that's about it for me. All right, we got quick- Crawford, no, I'm, I'm all set with all these. Just, Just want to let you know on our, on our chat that uh, our producers had a 25-minute conversation with Melissa uh, about wildlife. So I'm glad he's really pounding hard for us today. Good, good job, Devin. Well, she, gave you, she gave you a, a, a compliment. She said, I like this host on with uh, Kirk Dees. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not knocking her. She's probably out in Denver too or something. You know, I saw yeah, she's, 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 she's in Canada. She's, oh, Canadian. Same thing. Oh, she's nice. She's nice. Same thing. Canada, Colorado. I had two gold Eagles circling my house. Cause I got a 30 pound dog, dude. 
Colorado's crazy. Don't mess with it. Let's do some quick questions, then we'll get out and uh, build our lineup. Uh, from YouTube, YouTube, QQs, Texas stack against Mengden, question mark, Kirkwood. Yes and no. I mean, I do like the spot. Um, I love Mazzara. Yes, I think it's in play. Danny Santana's in play. Chu is a great play. Um, yes, so yes, it's in play. Devin's not going to... This this lineup takes a hit without Gallo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's in play. Devin's not going to do any work for me anymore. I sent him so much crap because of my projects that I do here. and Poor guy, he's upset now. I don't think he is actually. Minnesota Stack, YouTube, quick question. Yes, we talked about a Minnesota Stack. Plenty yeah, of bats to go with. Yeah, definitely. One through five. Like, just go after these trash bullpens. Like, that's at this point in the season. It just... Who's the three worst bullpens? Who's the three bullpens you target every night that you try to target? Orioles, mm-hmm. who are Absolutely. depleted, mm-hmm. right? Like, after a 16-inning game. And, you know, Orioles do... Like, Givens is a good reliever. He's one good reliever they have. Castro is, like, decent, can be good, uh, can be awful. Um, it's about his fastball command, but, uh, other than that, they are slim pickings and they both were used last night. So like, it's all systems go, but like the Mets are bad. The nationals are bad. The tigers are bad. The white Sox are bad. The Marlins are bad. Like any of these, uh, Oakland's even bad, been bad. I have more questions that we get. No, we don't. Now everyone wants to talk about Canada. So. A uh, quick question from YouTube. Small Baltimore stack. Do I start with Chris Davis? Yeah. <laughs> You're laughing. I mean, that was a yeah. Yeah, Is that go a for yeah it. or a yeah? No, you don't. You do not play him tonight. He'll probably home run because it's Tropiano on a depleted bullpen. But he's 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 just a guy you don't play. And like, there's a lot of other seven dollar first basements tonight. Believe it or not, like I'd rather play the another ghost uh, or a shell of his former self, Miguel Cabrera for seven bucks. I would take over him. I would take uh, AJ Reed over him. Um, I would take so many guys over him. So I was going to say no on that one. I think he was kidding anyway. Uh, Melissa wants to know a quick question. Any bet picks for tonight in MLB go over on the Orioles angels game. Yeah, I'd do that. Just go do that. That's what we got here. Um, that's really it for now. So let's build the lineup. You guys got any quick questions or ladies got any quick questions, uh, throw them in there in our chats free today. It's not premium. And uh, let's build our Yahoo lineup. Where do you want to start pitchers? Let's do it. All right. So I'm, I'm locking Lucchese in, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Let's do it. Joey Lucchese. Um, uh, if we're going for GPP upside, let's go with Lance. Lance Lynn. With Lynn? Yep. All right. Who are we pairing him with? Lucchese with Lynn. Okay. Lucchese with Lynn. You would not do this in cash, though. Uh, I might do this in cash. But uh, Granky is certainly more tempting in cash. All right. Where do you want to go next? What position? Uh, where, you, you know, you, you tell me. Well, let's, I, let's try Let's try to, let's try to see what we could fit in with this. Or let's, let's put VR in there at second. All right. Hold on. Let me get, let, here, here's the, uh, Lineup HQ, and um, let's just highlight this game since you're all over this game and just start cherry picking. Baltimore, I mean, Baltimore has an under four run total prediction tonight, so they're very cheap. Um, do we have to go? We'll, we'll go with the Orioles side first, then. 
Um, Nunez, is he in play? Santander, Mancini. I'm going to get the order up here. Potential order one through five. You start with Villar and Mancini. Are they both in our lineup? Um, sure, let's do it. I mean, that's, I mean, there's no passion from you on this. I was answering chat. Yeah, I love VR is my boy now. Think about the chat. You know, you, you can hang out by yourself. VR is my boys. But let's right. let's let's take the cheap Dwight Smith. Mancini. Let's take uh, Dwight Smith Jr. I hope he makes the lineup for seven bucks. Ooh, all right. But no Chris Day. Let's not take Chris Davis. Let's just stay away from him. Please. Yeah, no, got... no, thank you. And let's let's load up uh let's Angel. load up uh let's load up Otani. Yep. Upton Calhoun. Yeah, let's do that. Fade Trout. Sounds smart, right? Oh, we can't even put. It sounds horrible idea. Uh, Otani and uh, Otani and Upton. Let's just put three, four in there. All right. So we're here at catcher, third base, and shortstop. We're not supposed to fill the whole thing out, right? I don't care. I don't care what you do, Holden. I know you don't. You're just easy that way. Um, catcher. Let's just give a couple options here. Let's, We're not spending up a catch. Let's go Chance Cisco, my man. But uh, really? Isn't he like 13 bucks? Yeah, but I mean, Grandal would be the play. Let's go Grandal. You're getting cocky now with this. I think they're both the same price anyways, if you want to throw them in there. We got $17 left at third and short. So you know what I'm going to do since you're just throwing shit at the wall here? I'm. Uh, is, am I allowed to say bad words in the uh, non-premium? Throwing shit, shit at the wall. I'm. I'm. I'm picking. Right, you I'm always picking, say bad words. I'm picking winners here. Is what I'm doing. All right, fine. Pick winners. So we we got. Uh, I'm going to throw this in the Yahoo free roll tonight. Just and then I'll text. Oh, you. Wow. When it <laughs> comes up with 87 points, um, I'm going to tell you about your your shit lineup. Anyways, third base and shortstop. We we got seventeen dollars left, dude. Total want, or per position? I want a twins bat. I got to get a twins bat in there. So either give me a twins bat at shortstop or, or third base, please. So you go Polanco. I love a little Polanco action. He's back. We got fifteen bucks third. I'm not going to fill it in. I'm just going to say the avail the guys that we've talked about so far tonight. Right, high end Devers is always in play. LeMahieu's in play tonight? No. I mean, he, of course he is, but he's too expensive. Sano? Sano, sure. Turner, Rendon, Hunter Dozier? Yeah, sure. Who's a cheap third baseman? Uh, Edmund. Did he make the lineup? What did they say? No, he didn't make the lineup, so he's not the cheap third. So the uh, Mustaka's 13 bucks. All right. Beautiful. Well, that's what we're looking at right here. Um I don't know what the what what is Sarabian doing on the chat? JSU, you know, come on, dude. What are you doing? You're supposed to be building lineups. You're busting my balls in the chat. I don't even know what's going on. Is uh, Air Jordan in the lineup tonight? We still have a Houston lineup, do we? Um, I don't know. Right. I think I think it's time. I think our time is up here at Holden. We're done. I think we're done. Is that because you're done hanging out with me, or like our time is up? No, I mean, right? Isn't it? Isn't it four fifty? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't care. We could have done. I could. I could do a show with you for like two hours. You know, it's you're easy to work with. You're kind of a jackass, but I love you anyways. Appreciate that. Yes, you yeah. knows that you're my favorite to work with. You dropped off last time, but you're back now. Uh, we got a free. We got a free lineup HQ day. So make sure you get on Roto Grinders. I mean, you're here if you're watching this, right? Uh, lineup HQ completely free. Best ball. Best ball. Huh? Talk about best ball. That, I'm the, this is what they gave me to read today. I'm yeah. not, you can talk right, about go, best go, ball. Go. $1,000 free roll. 
So check out the forum posts on FanDuel. You want to talk about best ball? Go for it. No, I was saying that's what you're supposed to do. Yahoo's best ball product is out, plus the, the package here. I'm thinking you get – they send you a ton of swag. Talk about the package. Talk. talk about the package for RG. I just did. All right. The premium package, baseball, PGA, discount, baseball, $84.99. Yeah, it's it's yeah. time to go. Our time is up, dude. Well, why did you tell me to read that then? All right, everybody. Thanks you. for hanging out for Kevin, me. Thanks for hanging out on the, the chat. Show. Fucking wildlife. Welcome to Sharp Sides Top Props. Bob Van Gogh, and I'm going to give you guys four of my favorite props on tonight's MLB slate, including my lock of the night, to help you fill out your betting card. But before we dive into the picks, guys, I want to tell you a little bit about the Sharp Side Promotion Street Contest that we have going over here. Uh, we've got this going on until July 31st. You guys know that. It's been going on all month. Uh, brand new contest, FanDuel Money. We are paying out $1,500 altogether. First place gets $1,000. Again, you have till July 31st. What you got to do is download the SharpSide app on iOS or Android and then head on over and start betting your lock picks of the day. Once you put a lock in, you try and increase your streak. If you get it to the highest streak, you win the money. You win the $1,000. There's also tons of other prizes, some rotor grinders, premium up for grabs. So again, guys, jump on in, download the SharpSide app, do your lock bets, and if you get the highest streak of the entire month, you get to win some FanDuel money and tons of other prizes. So jump on in and do that for us. Now let's dive right in and get to the picks. First up, we're heading out to the West Coast and we're starting Shark Week a little early. We're heading over with Jeff Samarja at five and a half strikeouts and I have the over at minus 112. Now, if you look at Samarja, he doesn't have the sexiest numbers this season, but the matchup is just too good to pass up. The Padres strike out about 24.5% of the time against right-handed batters with the projected lineup that they have. And if you've been playing MLB DFS or been watching the MLB for a long time, you know the Padres are a dream matchup for strikeouts. Look at Samarja. He is striking out batters around 21% of the time. And in eight of his last nine games, the Shark has five or more strikeouts. And that includes one game against San Diego where he had six. And the line is at five and a half. So Samarja, he's been pitching a lot better and getting a lot more strikeouts. So like that he's in rounding in really good form. I think Shark Week, I think it's going to start a little early. It starts on July 28th, but I think it's starting July 26th here against the Padres. I just think everything lines up here for Samarja. Been playing MLB DFS for a while, and Samarja has done pretty good against the Padres in the past. I uh, just think everything lines up well for him to have a big day. So five and a half strikeouts. I think that number isn't bad, and I'm taking the over. We're heading back to the East Coast, and I have Mike Soroka at four and a half strikeouts at minus 139, and I'm taking the over here. Soroka's been pitching really well this season. He has a 3.59 xFIP, a ground ball rate of 57.4%, and his ISO against lefties and righties is below 100. He's been really doing a great job limiting the damage so far this season. I understand Soroka is not an extreme strikeout guy. On the season, he has only a 20% strikeout rate, but this Phillies lineup is gold for strikeouts. There are five batters in this lineup with a 24.6K percentage or higher, and that doesn't even include the pitcher here. The Phillies, they're a very boom-bust lineup. 
And my big fear is when facing them is their big power. But we already talked about it. Soroka, he has limited the damage enough this season. And I think he can limit it here where he can go five or six innings and really not get crushed and just add up those strikeouts because, you know, he's just facing the Phillies and those are typically going to strike out a ton. I also think it really helps Soroka that he's going up against a guy like Jake Arrieta because I think those Braves bats can get going. And for a young pitcher like this, I think that can help get his confidence going when, when the uh, Braves are starting to you know, get a ton of runs. That can just build a, a young pitcher's confidence. So I like that there. It's also nice to see that Soroka has already pitched against the Phillies this season and he had six strikeouts and only four and two-thirds innings. I have Soroka projected for around six strikeouts in this matchup, and I think the line at four and a half is in our favor. So give me the over. Next up, we're staying on the East Coast, but we're going to a Dodgers pitcher here playing in Washington. That's Ryu at five and a half strikeouts, and I have the over at plus 105. Now, I have Ryu projected for around seven strikeouts in this matchup, and when I initially saw the line at five and a half, I felt really good about it. I just felt like the line was way too low there. Uh, Ryu, he's been great this season. He has a XFIP of 2.99, strikeout rate of 23.5%, and walk rate of 2.9%. And he's getting a ton of ground balls at 55% of the time. So Ryu's just been pitching amazing this season. Uh, if you look at some of the other numbers on him, like the biggest concern I have here is going against the Nationals, right? The Nationals don't really strike out a ton. That's where I was very worried once I pulled up the plate IQ. They're ranked eighth best in strikeouts in the season, and their projected lineup only has a combined 18.6 strikeout rate. So am I a little concerned about that? Yeah, but this is just me buying in on the number that I think is a little too low. Ryu also did face the Nationals once this season. He pitched eight scoreless innings and had nine strikeouts. I looked to see if it was a watered-down lineup, and looking back, it was a watered-down lineup. Uh, that was one of my concerns when I saw Ryu and looked at the game line. I said, that was probably when the Nationals were really banged up, and it was. But the encouraging part was I also noticed that he struck out the number one, two, and three hitter a combined six times, and one of them was Juan Soto, who he struck out three times. So... Uh, I just think the lineup is just too low at five and a half strikeouts. And I'm just buying in on the talent uh, despite the uh, difficult matchup here. So five and a half strikeouts, give me the over on Ryu with positive juice as well. All right, guys, before we get to the lock of the night, please hit the little subscribe graphic on the video below and give us a like. Also, I want to know who your favorite props are tonight. So drop them in the comment section for me and let's crush tonight. Our last lock hit in Arizona with Robbie Ray. So we're sticking in Arizona here. And I got Zach Granke at six and a half strikeouts. And I have the over at plus 118. Granke, he's been pitching really well this season with a 3.65 XFIP, a 23.8 K percentage, and a 3.3% walk rate. Granke has six or more strikeouts in his last five games and now gets a matchup against a terrible, terrible Marlins team. Now let's talk about this terrible, terrible Marlins team. He has four batters in this lineup that have a 25% K percentage or higher, and that doesn't even include the pitcher here, guys. So things are lining up really well. Lots of strikeout opportunities in this Marlins lineup. I also think Greggy goes really deep into this game because his walk rate is 3.3%, and the Marlins have a 7.4% walk rate. Things just line up for Granky to go really deep in this game and see a lot of batters, and I think he gets the over at six and a half strikeouts. I also like that we get a line at six and a half with positive juice. I just think this is a really good opportunity to get positive juice at plus 118. I think the line is too low. I have Greggy projected for eight strikeouts in this matchup, and I just think so much lines up well here for a fantastic spot for him. So again, give me the over on Zach Granky in Arizona for my lock of the night. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Good luck with your bets, and let's sweep the board tonight.
What is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical, I'm Edis 501 of the East Coast 201 of the West Coast 401. Tennessee time, of course, that means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, you may know him from such things as uh, shenanigans on the on the interwebs, from uh, drinking, losing a bunch of beer bets, from Monkey Knife Fight. Probably the guy you got into a at a bar last night. It's we a, already went through this. That doesn't happen. Well, dude, this, this is a pre-show conversation. I mean, it's called a callback just for you, but like this is it's fresh to the to the chat. Yeah, but you did the opposite of the callback. People don't want to fight me. <laughs> I was throwing you under the bus. I don't know what I was doing. I could have I could have went other routes in our pre-show conversation that would have ended worse. So oh yeah, we had, we went we went through some things. Honestly, if we had premium that had pre-show conversation, like just a ten-minute cl- podcast every single day of pre-show conversation, obviously under explicit. Because yeah, one of us might get fired. Yeah. Both of us? One of us. At least one of us, for sure. Uh, enough pleasantries. That's it. No more pleasantries, Grant. Because we have a – well, it's not a full 15-gamer because there's a game with uh, 640 as far as the East Coast with Cincinnati. We're throwing that game out. Of course, that's not in the main slate for any site, to my knowledge. It's a 14-game slate, Grant. It's, and there's a lot going down. Well, what's our uh, what's our screenshot of it? Because, you know – I, I feel pretty good about this one. You know, sometimes you feel good about slates, sometimes you feel bad. Of course, I feel good about it because Jason Vargas is not on it. I'm just happy for that reason. Uh, your thoughts, general thoughts as far as baseball. Uh, you mean the greatest pitcher of all time, Jason Vargas? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that you don't don't understand pitching entirely, even though you spend an hour every single day talking about it on this show. Uh, but, I mean, so this slate's pretty cut and dry when it comes to the obvious plays. Like, the high upside plays are Pineda um, or Yurikit. Your Kaidi, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. I already forgot. I had it before the show, and then old age gets me. And then uh, Grinky. Where it gets interesting is tournaments. I mean, I get you're a real chalk guy, a real cash guy, but hey. tournaments make some real interesting pivots. I'm right here, man. What are you throwing some insults? At? That that was like an insult, was it not? I mean, it's an insult if it's not true, or if you take offense to being a cash game guy. Very I sure. am, in fact, a cash game guy, predominantly, but. You wouldn't know that because I'm just a genius that knows everything. Um, Urquidy is really interesting, but we'll, we'll talk about him again as far as uh, the, just the, the goofiness of the price on Fantasy Draft and the goofiness of the price on DK. Uh, I've not fired up. Have you fired up the old lineup HQ today? Or start, I mean, I've, I've fired up. I've not taken a, t- a peek specifically as far as ownership percentage. And uh, you could fire it up, Grant, even if you don't know a guy, because I'm not sure if you're aware of this today for everybody, anybody that's watching us today. Y'all get lineup HQ premium for free. Uh, the baseball content's available for free. And uh, if you can go ahead and pull it up now, Grant, because what, what is your, I'm curious what your thoughts are. What's your favorite parts or what do you use the most as far as lineup HQ? What's your favorite tool in there? Because there's a lot going on. I mean, I just love the entire like cumulative effect where I can look at everything in one scenario. It has all the props up there. It has, like, I automatically go there for looking at pitching umpires. Um, we have props. We have everything in there very easily laid out. Like most of the tools I use are because for time savers at RG. Mm-hmm. And like my research would be about four hours longer if I didn't have that. But literally played IQ, everything's condensed into one area where I can look at everything and get a recall on what everyone's batting. Line of HQ, I know exactly what the props are. I know exactly what the pitchers, umpires are. I know what we have projected ownership. Go over to starting lineups page. I know exactly where everyone's at with the implied team totals on top. Pretty much all those things are just like, they're not telling me things that I can't figure out on my own. 
They're condensing everything. And then, of course, there's Jesus Good article, which is telling me things I don't know because that dude's a genius. He is a genius, and he also has his tags as far as his core plays. Notorious is his cash game plays, Squirrel Patrol, who was supposed to be on the show. And he's, he was a, he's out with a force. No, I don't It's not an injury. I think he's had a, a real life situation where something goofy and it happened in his house or something like that. And Tuttle uh, is offering his, uh, his salary relief plays as far as the tags there. And like you mentioned, a lot of the stuff is, and like time is, time is money. Time is important. You got to prioritize that, especially for us when we do these shows, especially at premium times, we're giving up an hour or so. Uh, so any, any way you can condense time for us, I really appreciate that. That kind of speaks to uh, the plate IQ as well, too, which you can find that information in other spots, all of it at least. Uh, but I don't have to have like 10 fan graphs pages open up anymore. I can just pull up, uh, you know, uh, open up the, the, the plate IQ and it makes life so much easier. And you talked about the, it's got the ownership percentage in there as well, the team ownership percentage, too. Uh, Devin's going to go ahead and drop that link in chat if he hasn't already. Uh, not just the Roto-Grunners chat, he'll drop it in the, uh, the YouTube chat as well. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. Uh, also wanted to mention, we want we want to encourage people. You can also build <clears throat> up to, oh, Grant, I'm going to cough in a second. So give me one. Can you jump in and, like, relieve me? I got to take a sip of water. Um, I drove a scooter through a park yesterday for about 25 minutes, blaring Celine Dion. It was an enjoyable time. Dean, are you done yet? Which, uh, which Celine, uh, the, the Titanic song, or did you go off the board? Uh, started with Titanic and then, I mean, I just go to Spotify. I click the number one song and let it roll down through her one that she did for, who was it? Deadpool. Uh, the Deadpool soundtrack. Sure. Absolutely fantastic. She's still got it going. Also looks fantastic. still. If I look like that at 50, I will not be angry. I don't think you will. And I think she's older than 50. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the over in 50. I'm getting a flashback when we went to like a party and the two of us played a game where we were wagering on who can guess celebrity ages more closely. You remember this? That was fun times. Yeah, that was a good time. I was surprised at how good you were. Well, yeah, I, I'm full of useless information. And I'll take the over on Celine Dion over 50. She's uh, 51. Smash. There you go. Lock it in. Uh, so it, it, we want to encourage people also to learn how to use the lineup building tools, which is another thing you can use at Lineup HQ. Not a coincidence, Lineup HQ. You can learn how to build lineups there up to 150. And with that, there is a free roll tonight. Uh, I know Fantasy Draft is a sponsor of the show. Of course, on Fantasy Draft, rate-free DFS is coming soon. Uh, 100% of entry fees paid out to winners 100% of the time. But tonight, there's a free roll. that will be, be, be dropped in the link, uh, you know, dropped in the chat momentarily. The RG chat, I'm sure it's going to be dropped in the, uh, the YouTube chat. A $1,000 free roll tonight on FanDuel. And you can uh, register up to 150 times. So we want to encourage people to learn how to build some lineups on, on Lineup HQ. And Blender actually did a video earlier today. If you didn't miss, if you didn't watch it, now it's probably a bad time to watch it. But it's evergreen. It's on demand. You can find that at some point at your own leisure uh, when you have more time and not when it's, uh, you know, lock is creeping up necessarily. But build 150 lineups tonight. Have some fun on the FanDuel free roll, which, by the way, $1,000. I did notice we're also giving away uh, hats and shirts, like uh, – 87 through 92nd uh, gets uh, hats and shirts go to a uh, 93rd through hundred. I want somebody to run a train and like win like 20 hats. That's what I'm rooting for. I already have too many RG hats. When I went to the office, I, I loaded up. <laughs> There's squirrel patrol in chat. He was not, uh, he had some issue as far as technology, but uh, you'll probably see him. If not in the show, you'll see him at the top of some leaderboards tonight because he's really, really good uh, at tournaments. Uh, you ready to dive in as far as the slate? We'll do the rest of the promos later on in the show because uh, we got to talk about what's going down tonight. A lot of baseball. Uh, you said it's pretty cut and dry from a cash game perspective, and you called me chalky, and 
Yeah, I, I am Chalky McChalkerson right now when it comes to the, like, the two-pitcher sites. I think it's pretty clear who I'm going to have as my cash game pitchers. Just the goofy price of Arcady. Do you want to start with him? Because, you know, I think it's a, it's one of the biggest conversations I have for tournaments. He absolutely can blow up against a St. Louis team that has all of a sudden come alive. I know he's flashed a lot of Ks. Last time out, he crushed him for whatever reason. I think his, you know, his salary either went down or basically stayed the same. Uh, not this great matchup necessarily, but his Ks have been really strong. Uh, he doesn't walk many guys either. Let's start with him because, well, first your thoughts as far as cash game. I, I think it's him and, and Granky on two-pitcher sites. I think that's fairly easy for me. Uh, yeah, no, super easy. Um, it's – wait. Um, you, by the way, you pronounced it wrong too. I looked it up, and apparently we were both wrong, and now I can't remember what it was. I was going to make fun of you for it. but For Kitty? I, I, that might be it. Okay. I don't know. I can't remember. My memory is bad in my old age. Uh, but anyways, yeah, Grinky is going up against the Marlins. They're now a higher strikeout team than they were earlier on the season. Because of changes to the lineup, it's not good. It's safe. It's a great ballpark. Grinky's good. He has an ability to go later on to the games. He doesn't walk guys, so the volatility there is drastically diminished. He's the obvious guy. Then there is Urketty. Ur- I don't know. I can't remember how to say it. And he's 5K. He has a 30% K rate, 35% K rate in the minors, 30% K rate here. And the only time we don't want to take one of those guys is if they have walk issues. That's not the case here. He doesn't walk a lot of guys. He's going up against the St. Louis team that's hot, but realistically, it doesn't matter too much. He's in a decent pitcher's ballpark. It's a little bit hot, though, there. And he's a guy that has enough upside, and he's playing over in the NL. So that gives him a little bit of upgrade, too. So, like, he's just too cheap at 5k he's the cheapest pitcher on the board pretty much it makes things super simple today you roll with him in cash and you move on yeah as far as Granky against the marlins uh you know he's got a k rate that's better against righties than against lefties 25.5 percent well against righties 287 uh which is a little bit lower I mean, it's actually higher than uh, versus lefties this year for what it's worth but the marlins obviously they're terrible and they roll out a bunch of righties so uh, expect around a 25 percent to you know k rate tonight give or take uh, of course, the ballpark is great, like he talked about. Uh, 6.7% as far as a walk perspective. He feels like the, the quote-unquote safest pitcher, uh, and it's not that hard to get him when we pair him with Arcidi, and you can get some bats because Arcidi just seems too cheap. Uh, just your thoughts as far as Arcidi in tournaments. I'm curious where we're at and as far as ownership percent. I feel like he's going to be the highest-owned pitcher on two-pitcher sites just because the you know it kind of sort of forces you in that direction. Okay, we have him second as of right now. Of course, he's a ownership percentages are fluid and again you guys can get this stuff for free tonight with the lineup hq which is available to everybody to use uh it's currently at uh, i'm seeing 30 percent on fantasy draft i can go ahead and change that to dk I wonder if that's different depending on the site 35 okay um yeah because the salaries are a little bit looser on fantasy draft and you get more you have more flexibility so you can take advantage of uh guys that are underpriced at different positions so do you think you're going to be over or under 35 or around 35 I'm probably, it could go any which way. I could end up fading him entirely outside of cash. I could end up going close to all in. I haven't built any lineups yet. Um, I've been just researching all day and then waiting for the lineups to come out and kind of figure that out. But my guess is I'll probably be right around with the field. I do think there are some really, really good pivots that you can make uh, that no one's going to be on, like sub 2% own pivots potentially. And like, it's just that simple. They're slightly more expensive, but if the chalk builds are Katie and Grinky, yeah, all you have to do is swap Grinky to Pineda and then pay up 1.6 grand for someone else. And you have essentially 
the same lineup as those other people or can't have the same lineup as those other people with entirely different pitchers. It's easy to do. Like, Grinky doesn't have the most upside in the world. Like, he's not a huge strikeout guy, and it's, it's not – it's a decent strikeout matchup that's not going to allow a whole lot of walks, which he already doesn't walk guys anyways. But, like, the chances of him getting over 30 are not fantastic here. He's got the highest prop on the board. At least he's tied with Pineda and Lynn at six and a half, all respectively. Uh, and you're talking about moving up or moving down just slightly off of Granky. And I agree with you as far as Pineda. Awesome matchup there against the White Sox. Uh, the K's have been coming more of late. Of course, the White Sox even boosted that as well. I feel like the W is on layaway because that Minnesota team just absolutely smashes. They just annihilate everybody. I know Cease is a bit of a prospect, but, you know, he's just not ready just yet. Or maybe like a quad A, a quad a player at this point. Uh, Pineda last time out was uh, was wild, but that was an anomaly. That was goofy. Otherwise, you know, he had five walks last game, but, like, he had what, a total of five walks in his previous five games or so. Uh, has not been wild. And, and then Lynn's been great, and he's a guy that, like, we think, like, was kind of fraudulent. It's like, well, Lance Lynn shouldn't be doing this, but he's been doing it all year long. But he's facing Oakland, which is not exactly the greatest matchup. It's a ballpark that subdues K's as well, too, with all that foul territory. Uh, I'm okay with Lynn as a pivot off of Granky. I know you mentioned uh, – uh, you know, you talk about Pineda, which I agree with. How about spending up with Ferlin or even Hunjin Ryu, who's just been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball. It's just the matchup's not particularly great. And he's not this great strikeout pitcher. Just, he, does, he won't walk anybody. And he gets a bunch of ground balls. He won't, he won't give up many runs. But what's his yeah. upside? I mean, like, his upside is the fact that he has a 2.9% walk rate. <laughs> what's the difference between him and Grinky? As far as ownership? No, what's the difference between him and Grinky as a pitcher? Uh... Well, I mean, they're they're very similar. As far as tonight, or as far as on the season, or as far as their career, what do you mean? As as of right now, as a pitcher, as a pitcher right now, Ryu is just straight up better. He's been better, yeah. And on top of that, he gets a lot more ground balls. Like the main reason we want Grinky is the matchup and the walk rate. But this is baseball; anything can happen. We've seen Miami blow up multiple different pitchers. Grinky is a consistent guy that I don't really expect to get blown up. But Ryu, like, he just has a tougher matchup. But he's just so darn good and walks no one that he can still go later on in the game if he really needs to. He can go late, just as late into the game as Grinky. And it's not going to – he hasn't given up more than two runs outside of Coors in a single game this season. Yeah. And this game, it could realistically be the same thing. What are the odds that Grinky gives up two earned runs or more? Uh, just as good as, as Rio's, if not better. Yeah. Uh, so the I, only difference is price. The well, only difference is price. Up. Yeah. Well, no, when incorporating how much better Ryu is, price and matchup kind of coincide. Or, I mean, yeah, price and matchup kind of coincide. Like, Ryu is a better pitcher, but he's in a worse matchup. When you average out the numbers, essentially they should have close to the median projected total. Ryu's going to be one-fourth his owned, and he's only $600 more. So upside is just as likely there. Ryu can mow down any single lineup any given time and get he less over. He's mow guys down, though. He, he's like Granky. Actually, you know, Granky today, we could say he's got a 25% K rate because he's facing all righties, essentially, in the season. Ryu's got a K rate of 23.5%, and he's facing, you know, a, a Washington team that basically everybody has a positive WOBA. Outside of the top two guys, you know, with Turner and and, uh, and Eaton, everybody's got a positive ISO. Uh, they don't strike out a ton either. Collectively, you know, eighteen point six percent. And then, like, you got to, I got to give you the lecture as far. I, I totally understand the argument of like one in four chances 
you know, if he's, he's going to own, well, you know, one and four as far as Granky, I'm with you. But uh, the lecture is this is daily fantasy sports. All we care about is today and today only. And today, Granky's just a better play. Uh, yes. But that's ownership. We all we care about is today. And because all we care about today, we play the odds. If we cared about only over the course of a season, it'd be a different scenario. Over the course of a season, like not using matchups, Ryu is going to be better than Grinky 80% of the time. Going with Grinky instead of Ryu is just stupid. But since it's a daily game, there's more volatility. Aha. The reason to do things. Yeah, and I don't know if we talked about the negative ballparks if this well too in, in Washington, which is kind of a sneaky uh, good hitters ballpark. And then there's not much else. Like there's Soraka, who's a good real life pitcher, uh, but like you know he's too expensive for a guy that just does not strike out enough dudes. Uh, Zach Wheeler coming back from the, the injured list, he's fully priced up. He's not going to throw a full lot of pitches as, according to reports. And you know I think he's just going to be quote unquote showcased and just kind of show people that like he's still. You know, he's got his arm, he's fine, he's, he's good to go because this is his uh, last start, presumably, before he gets traded by the trade deadline, which is the end of the month. So uh, I can't pay that price for Wheeler. Uh, stop me when you're interested. Paxton, uh, name, he's got talent. It hasn't really been there this year. It's a bad matchup, of course, against Boston. He has plenty of pop, and they don't strike out a ton. It's a bit of a discount when you consider Paxton's ceiling when he's right. And then there's a bunch of dudes like, you know, the Sharks, Samarja, because there's some K upside against San Diego. Uh, Flaherty against a bunch of righties for Houston. I'm not sure if we've seen a lot of Jeff for Houston, but Correa is expected back today. It's out. Correa's in. Um, okay. It's a tough. That's a tough lineup there, but don't care. Okay, no Jordan. By the way, Jordan can't play the field. He's a big dude, so I guess that's a positive for them. But uh, talk to me about Flaherty because he's got what a 32% K rate against righties. Fair amount of righties. Of course, these are not standard righties. They're Astros righties, and they're usually basically all really good yeah yeah no i mean but we saw we saw giolito mow through him with 10 strikeouts and a shutout earlier on in the season flaherty is a very good pitcher versus righties a 32 percent k rate versus righties on the season there's only two lefties in the lineup one of which is reddick who is like he's not a great player you're not really worried about him doing some damage the other one's Brantley which we're not expecting a strikeout out of him anyways throughout the course of the entire game so that really doesn't change anything the fact that he's a lefty the rest of the guys are righties um and they strike out at low clips I get that but Flaherty is a very good pitcher versus righties ultra high K rate and he's not going to come in at much ownership he's chalk almost every single slate because they refuse to raise his price tag now you get him at about 7%, and you don't need a 35-point game out of him. You need a 20-point game out of him, which is easily possible. One thing that people don't notice is that there's not that many walks in this lineup. Giriel doesn't walk at all. Reddick doesn't walk almost at all. Trinos doesn't walk a ton. Like, the bottom of the order has a bit of strikeouts and doesn't walk. So there is some upside in this match if you can go later in the game because they aren't going to be fighting off stuff as much outside of Brantley and Bregman. But, like, he has as much upside. People just overlook matchup and treat it as something where, okay, like, what's the probability of this? And they always underestimate the probability of something happening. So it's weird, man. 28 pitchers today, and I'm, I'm pretty concise, pretty compact as far as the pitchers I'm rolling out there as of right now, at least in my head. My lineups are not officially made just yet. We'll do that for the show. Uh, the mid-tier is kind of meh. Uh, we lost Griffin Tanning. How is it meh? It's it's not very strong. You think it's as strong as far as the mid tier? I think it is. 
Okay. Okay. So you're saying Flaherty is one of the, who else do you like in the mid tier outside of Flaherty? Tropiano is a guy that actually has some decent stuff. Obviously we haven't seen a huge sample size of him this year, but he is a guy that was an elite prospect. And when we look at his underlying numbers, his strike swing strike rate is higher than it should be considering his strikeout rate. I know he hasn't played in a while and he might not get many innings, but if you're just looking for yourself not to implode going up against a Baltimore team, he could do something in a few innings here. We have Wojanowski, who's got great numbers on the season, which I still don't understand, but it's worth mentioning. And he's had some of the toughest matchups of any pitcher over, what, the last five games? He had Boston, Washington, Tampa Bay, Toronto obviously not good, and Tampa Bay. So these are not against bad offenses that he's doing this. These are against good offenses, and he's pitching really well. It takes a while for sometimes uh, teams to figure things out, but he is absolutely on the list. We have Lucchesi, who I'm not on, but other people are. I just thought I'd mention that. And then my balls out play, can you guess who it is? He's going to come. We currently have him projected for sub 1% ownership. Uh, you're talking about the mid-tier? Yeah. Uh, it's not Shark, because I'm sure Shark is projected for more than 1%. It's in the 6K range. Well, I mean, you don't have to exactly point me in the direction, but I, okay, I feel like I fi- I can figure this out now. Uh, balls out. Uh, it's not Arietta. It's it shouldn't be Kashner. Uh, I don't think it's Mengden. It's definitely not the Duke or Pittsburgh. It can't be Geo. I'm just doing the process elimination here. Um, hmm. It might be it might be Sanchez. It might be Adabel versus the Dodgers. That's your balls out play. Wagner's pack. Oh come on. <laughs> what, what, okay. what's wrong with his numbers tell me tell me that what's They're not wrong with good him? uh by the way, can we just touch on those guys you threw out there before as, as far as uh Wojbaum is bizarre because well first of all do you know how old Wojbaum is uh 30 okay so he's not a prospect right do you know who has the highest and it's a small sample but you know who has the highest k rate on this slate um Woj yeah Wojbaum uh in 23 innings he's got a 33 percent k rate you know who's got the highest swinging strike rate in this slate Woj. Yeah, at 16.8%. Uh, you know who's not too far behind him? Uh, w- Wagusback? <laughs> yes. He's far behind. He's got 23.8% as far as his K percent. 13% swinging strike rate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. Sell me on sell me on Wagusback. Um, he's going up against a Tampa Bay team that actually can strike out a huge flip, I believe. Wojnowski had seven against him last time they played. He is playing over in Toronto, so there's always a worry of a home run there, but he's actually a decent ground ball pitcher. Uh, he doesn't walk righty. He hasn't walked a righty this entire season. The control has been there. His minor league numbers aren't fantastic, but he's yeah. only 6.8K on a slate where he's going to come in at sub-1% ownership, going up against a decently high strikeout team. When you're not worrying about walks, that adds his ability to go a little bit later into games. Granted, he hasn't had the longest leash since he got into the league, but he did just pitch 94 pitches in his last outing. Only ended up with 14 fantasy points just because of the whim of Babbitt. Uh, he didn't walk anyone, but he had nine hits, and he only gave up four fly balls. He faced 25 batters and nine hits isn't really expected when you have seven Ks there. So now he's going up against the Tampa Bay team with a decent strikeout rate with a lot of guys that don't walk at all. We're going to be free swinging, who we've seen guys strike him out at a massive clip and the only per- real problem we have is the potential for home runs. His numbers are good on the season. He's sub-1% ownership. I'll say that again, Dean. On a slate where a kid who's making, what, his second start 
going up against an opponent that's absolutely on fire. He's only 1,800 cheaper, and people are going to go all in on him. What are the odds that Wagos Pack outscores uh, Arkady by 10? Unlikely. I'd say one in seven. I, it just doesn't seem necessary. It's like you said all that, and uh, are you shocked I'm not convinced? Eh, he could be fine. He could put up like 15, but it, it just doesn't do I, seem Do I smell a beer bet coming? What is the beer bet? Like I, uh, I, I, but my my stance right now is that is that the mid tier kind of sucks. Like Wagos back goes for twenty two or more DK points. Okay, sure, I'll I'll, I'll make a beer bet on that. Why not? <laughs> oh, gosh, love it, love it. I need I need reasons to go out drinking tonight. <laughs> twenty two. You had me at twenty two. Yeah, he's, I don't think he puts up twenty two. It's possible, I suppose. Uh, I said the same thing about Urado last night. What happened with that? I, well, I mean, what does that mean? What, what, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> um, that I know what I'm talking about with pitchers and gotten it right six out of the last eight days. Well, there you go. Uh, Tropiano, by the way, threw in the 20th for what it's worth. He threw 88 pitches in 3.2 innings. Uh, he got beat up a good bit. Gave, gave up 11 hits, five, uh, six earned runs. Before that, in the 14th, this is in the minor leagues, gave up six earned runs in two innings. Um, yeah, I guess he stretched out. He threw 88 pitches in the 20th, but I don't think he's very good, but of course he's facing ball. Here's the interesting thing with him. What do you think his hard hit rate is? In the majors? Yeah, so far this year. Well, it's like, what's the sample we're looking at? Uh, well, it's less than 100 innings. 40, 41 uh, plate appearances. I just I just saw it now. Well, wait a second. Hold on. Oh, I have the last two years. Is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, looking know. at the last two years, it's still like that. He has a 44.6% hard hit rate. That's too uh, high. Yeah, that's too high. I don't think that's going to keep happening. He's going up against an opponent that doesn't have a huge amount of hard contact ability. I mean, there's two guys over 40%. That's Cisco and it's Davis. Are we really worried about Chris Davis? Uh, I mean, not re- no, no, I'm not worried about him. It's, yeah. No. <laughs> so Tropiano is a kid that, like, before I think he had Tommy John surgery, he was coming in, he was actually a pretty decent prospect, and he did well. We're going in a game where Baltimore just played 14 innings last night, 15 innings last night, whichever one it was. Real weird game. Also, the weirdest thing is, like, I'm 11 o'clock, oh, I don't even need to check. I'm losing money. Slate's over. And I look at my phone, like, 1.30 in the morning, like, when I get a notification that VR just hit a home run, I'm like, what is going on here? And I checked, and I was, I was two points away from cashing and cash. And I had Calhoun. I was the only one that had him. I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm right back in this. Watches that bat, and he just lines out. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I have a lot to say about that game last night, too. By the way, you called Trumpiano a kid. He's going to turn 29 next month, just so you know. He's not not a kid anymore. Yeah, he's almost the same age as Wojanowski. (laughs) He's younger than I am, Dean. That doesn't make them – anybody younger younger than you is not a kid automatically. I mean, you're, he's in his 20s. You don't reach your physical peak until generally 30, and then it's a gradual decline afterwards. In different sports like football, you start to go downhill earlier if you're a running back because the wear and tear on your body is drastically more. There's a significant correlation with pitchers, but the fact that he had Tommy John surgery where he actually replaces the UCL in his elbow with a stronger one can make him better later on in his career, and the wear and tear of not having to pitch during that year and a half where he was out can have him essentially be a 25 year old elbow he's got the ucl of a 25 year old there you go pretty much there, there there was talk about how banning performance enhancing drugs uh is bad but why is tommy john surgery any any good like it's literally 
giving you a stronger UCL. Well, there's I've heard conversations about the opting to have like selective Tommy John, which is an interesting conversation, but we don't have time for that nonsense, I suppose. It's an interesting conversation. But but last night, uh, I'm not sure if you saw like Calhoun, uh, that that game went 16 innings, which by the way, uh, Trout had a walk off double with three guys on. The guy was safe. I don't know if you saw it or not. It's really, really close. It was bang, bang. But if you're going to review it, you might as well get the play right. The guy was safe at home. They they called him out, so they stuck with the play. But again, I don't know if you caught that or not. That was kind of goofy. And then later on, Piard homered. And both teams lost all their pitchers, like in their bullpen. They're all gone. That's why Canning pitched. And for the first time ever in Major League Baseball history, since they've been counting saves, which I believe is 1969, uh, a play, uh, you know, a, a non-pitcher got a save in Wilkerson, and he was throwing like 55 mile an hour junk. And Pujols popped out. The aforementioned Calhoun, like, 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 just like swarmed out, like dribbled out. It was wild. I've never seen that before. Like Wilkerson was throwing just like the uh, the Ephus pitch. Jet, the the funniest thing was I saw Wilkerson. I'm like, as I see it, 2.7 ERA here on the MLB app. I'm like, that's 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 got to be. They must have got uh, his brother to come play, who might have been really real. <laughs> yeah, did not see that coming. I mean, you always see it when like you're down by 10 or 12 ones or something like that. But they were up too. <laughs> he went down there, and I think he's pitched four innings in the season now. Like Wilkerson's like their third best relief pitcher at this point. <clears throat> All right. Um, we are running behind on time, but as far as some cheapies, uh, pivots off of or, or Kitty, I think the obvious pivot, if you're going to pivot, you talked about the prospect of, hey, let, let's move off of Granky. Let's just throw in the Lynn or throw in, you know, Pinedo with basically the same lineup with lower ownership. Uh, the pivot away from Rikidi, it's it's Norris, maybe Alcantara, but probably Norris. What's your thoughts? I mean, Norris is still going to get a pretty decent amount of ownership. Seattle is terrible, and they're obviously worth versus lefties. I'm going to wait for the lineup to come out, but I don't think it really changes things because the righty bats they would actually replace with the lefty bats are not good hitters. So it's essentially turning them from a team with huge – essentially turning them from the White Sox to the uh, Marlins. That's, that's pretty much what they do when they switch hitters. They just get worse but less K rates. So it kind of evens out. I don't mind Norris. I'll probably be using a little bit of him, but he is the obvious pivot, and I think that he's going to get a decent amount of ownership too. Like I said, I am going a lot heavier on Tropiano, Wojnowski, and Wagu's pack, guys that all have a whole lot more upside. Oh. You don't really need the extra salary on today's slate. They're all cheap enough, but people just are so obsessed because guys like Gerardo, guys like Sparkman, guys – like Nova, who end up with drastic amount of points at the bottom barrel price, that recency bias is causing everyone to immediately pay down drastically. Give me a summary as far as pitchers. You basically summarized there. Talk about the top, though. I know you, you talked about some mid-tier, you talked about some cheapies, but once again, just to reiterate, somebody just tuned in late, how are you feeling about the pitchers at the top? Grinky is the cash game play. Grinky is a full-on fade for me in tournaments, or likely a full-on fade. I can't say that. a lot of times I enter my cash games in tournaments. Uh, you're better off pivoting down to Pineda is my favorite option. Uh, but pivoting over to Lynn or Ryu, they have just as much, if not more, upside. This is baseball. Anything can happen. If you don't want to go ballsy, you can go with Grinky. I can't tell you not to do it. But the smarter tournament play in big field tournaments is to go not Grinky, but go with Pineda, who has more upside than Grinky by about 15 points, honestly, in this matchup. Or go with Ryu or Lynn. See a question here in chat since, uh, you know, Devin's asking us, what about Shark? What about Samarja? Nope. We kind of mentioned him in passing. I don't want to pay the K for him. That's just dumb. He's still going to garner some ownership. People play Shark when he's in a decent scenario. We currently have him pegged for 1%. I think he's going to be a bit higher than that. And he has a 4.3 implied team total against him. Yes, the 
Padres strike out a higher clip. But literally, Tropiano has a 3.8 implied total against him. And he has just as much strikeout upside. So just play Tropiano or Wojnowski or Wagu's pack. <laughs> uh, so Marge has got a 1%. Yeah, I don't agree with that ownership percentage. I think it's going to be higher than that. I, I agree with you. And, of course, these numbers are fluid. They will change the closer we get up the lock. All right, we're going to talk hitters. We're going to talk sticks in just a second. Do want to mention before we do so. You guys know the, the premium prices for uh, baseball and for uh, for golf have been lowered with it to be the second half of the season. You can get a combo deal for less than $100. Feel free to check that out. Devin's going to go ahead and drop the link in chat. Uh, the people out there, they're rocking the RG badge. If you're not rocking the RG badge, you, uh, you are incentivized to do so because if you finish in the top 10 of certain contests, uh, there will be, again, a link dropped in chat for more details on this. You can win yourself one month of Roto-Grinders Premium. We do want to give a shout-out to those that are rocking the badge. The Ravens. The Ravens is rocking it. Uh, almost the end of July, Grants, uh, the Sharp Side Street Contest is going down. $1,500 uh, FanDuel credit dollars are up for grabs if you finish with a one, two, or three on the podium uh, as far as uh, the, the longest streak. What are you doing over there, shuffling your papers? I'm eating a marshmallow. <laughs> you really you had to you can't wait 26 minutes to have a marshmallow you had to have one just I, mean, I had plenty of time you're going to talk for like 20 minutes uh, no, well now i'm done now i want you to talk with a marshmallow in your mouth how many how many marshmallows can you <laughs> this is something we should do like in a i don't know now i guess we could do that at the end of the show <laughs> just like every minute, on air. <laughs> every minute put like another one in are they mini marshmallows or big ones oh they're big ones oh yeah i guess that changes things <laughs> if you put them right under your lip, kind of like chewing tobacco, gives you a nice sugar rush straight into the veins. Why, just out of curiosity, why do you have a stack of marshmallows on your desk? Well, it was beside my bed, and I'm like, I feel like marshmallows. So I took them from my bed stand to the desk. Were you planning on making like Rice Krispie treats or something like that? or No, they were buck fifty. I'm like, man, marshmallows are cheap and delicious. Why don't I just help myself get diabetes earlier? Who eats marshmallows a la carte? Just like by its, you're going to make s'mores? No, no, I'm just going to eat marshmallow. I just ate a marshmallow alone. I, of course, they're bad to teeth. Anything high in sugar. They, marshmallows are only sugar. But two, <laughs> two delicious meals that you, if you grow up fat, you really start to like, even in your old age, it's eating marshmallows or eating frosting out of a can with a spoon. Does Tropiano like marshmallows? He's got to be a little bit older to like, start liking them because he's not old just yet. Um, I don't know. Is Tropiano Italian? Do Italian people like marshmallows? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, all right. Let, let, if let's there's a certain culture that likes marshmallows more than other cultures, like, I guess it's just an American thing. Do we invent it? Is it an American product, marshmallows? I don't know. I feel like s'mores is an American thing. Oh, no, absolutely. That's an American thing. All right. Uh, let's talk about some hitters. Let's talk about some sticks. Uh, 28 teams taking the taking some hacks tonight. Uh, give me a team. Give me a player. Give me, some, give me something that jumps out for you as far as your favorite hitters that might be in your core tonight. Um, in my core, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out my core, but looking at stacks and looking at individual players, I really like this KC game. There's a big bump to home runs here, a big bump in weather, and Plesak and Eunice are not very good, uh, if you were unaware of it. Neither one of them strike out a huge clip, so the ball's going to be put in play quite a bit. It's actually a ballpark that suppresses strikeouts a bit. And Plesak, I mean, we have a 17%, 18% K-rate guy who actually gives up a lot of hard contact to the right and left side of the plate gives up a decent amount of fly balls going up against a team with a 
decent amount of power. We have Dozier, we have Soler, we have Gordon, and we have Witt. They're all very good players. And we have Bubba and Duda, who are not very good players, but are incredibly cheap and allow you to pay up for other guys. But Dozier and Soler, both are probably hitting a bomb tonight in all reality, going up against a pitcher that actually has some pretty extreme reverse splits and zero strikeout ability versus the right side of the plate. Like, he's below average. He just throws strikes, and they can hit the ball into play, and they hit the ball hard over 40% of the time. Both of them already hit fly balls, so it's home run or bust for both of them. And anytime you're going up against a low strikeout pitcher, that's a good thing. Over on the other side, we have Cleveland guys. Kipnis is way too darn cheap going up against Eunice. Eunice is only 20% K-rate guy, and he doesn't walk guys, so the ball's going to be put in play. Average exit velocity is 91 to the left side of the plate. So we got Kipnis, Santana, Lindor, Ramirez, all in the lineup there, all very good. Ramirez, 4.2K, Santana, 4.1K. And Lindor is always a great shortstop option. I love the Cleveland stack. I love the Royals mini stack. Or if you want to make it a full stack, it's not a problem because you got Bubba and Duda in there, and they are both super cheap. Bubba and Duda sounds like a sitcom on like the WB or something like that that like Big T would watch. But uh, all right, a couple of things. We, we finally agree on something, which is good to say. I also want to address in the chat, uh, right on cue, Italian Mamba said, so he's the authority, or she, uh, Italians do like marshmallows. So there you go. <laughs> it's confirmed. <laughs> Sample size one. Uh, second thing, Ross Weatheredge, as far as Kansas City, Cleveland, we have a sample size of 142 games as far as the current weather there and a spike in home runs at 31%, a spike in runs at 20%, a, uh, an ERA bump of 19%. That is massive. Uh, I'm with you as far as Kansas City. And much like your boy, Jason Vargas, uh, Zach Plesak is a massive fraud. He's a massive fraud. Uh, dude's got a 204 batting average on balls in play, a left on base percentage of 83%, hard hit rate over 40%. ERA is 3.5 at the Sierra because he's a fraud, is 5.18. The XFIP is 5.08. He gives up over one and a half homers per nine. Uh, impending doom is coming for Zach Plesak. Maybe it's tonight. I'm with you. I agree. And I like the Cleveland side as well. Uh, I also wanted to mention the Yankees. The Yankees coming back against uh, one Andrew Kastner, who uh, Boston traded for. And Kastner reverse splits him from a power perspective, not getting any strikeouts at all, uh, with the monster lurking not too far away, and an angry Yankees team, an angry bunch of savages, some might say. Uh, I think the Yankees bounce back and beat up Kastner. Uh, but let's dive in. We're a little bit behind on time, obviously, as per how this show goes. Give me your favorite catchers tonight. Oh, gosh, I should have been more prepared for this. I'm reading marshmallow facts. They actually start over in Europe and Asia. Uh, Egyptians in ancient times uh, took the mallow plant and mixed it with nuts and honey. But, yeah, it's actually not an American thing. Uh, but catchers, I mean, oh, gosh, why is this showing yesterday? Why did yesterday show up? Do you not have the Marlin, uh, the, the Roto-Runners lineup page up in front of you? I do, but apparently I was on yesterday. I don't know why that happened. But Cisco going up against Tropiano, like I know I love Tropiano, but Cisco's a guy that has massive amounts of power so far this season versus righty. And he's going up against a guy that gives up a whole bunch of hard contact. I don't expect it to stay in the 50 plus percent range, but it's probably going to be a fairly high one. Tom Murphy, a guy that just bombs lefties, only 3.7K. He's another good option. Outside of him, like there's really not a whole lot I like. Um, if you want to round out your stack, do that. But catcher's kind of trash today. And. That's very much it. If you want to go with Wagyu's staff, Wagyu's pack, it's not staff. Uh, if you don't want to go with him, you can go with Dayarno over on the other side. And then Grandal going up against Hendricks. Hendricks has upped his K rate to lefties, but he's not nearly ground ball pitcher he was. So Grandal has a huge amount of upside. He's probably going to be the chalk option, and it's entirely justified. But 
I don't know if I'm going. Yeah, Yankees, uh, Red Sox, one of the you know, biggest rivalries in sports and baseball. But that Cubs Milwaukee is a fun one to watch too. Uh, the Cubs fans go to Milwaukee. They're going to sell that place out. It's going to be rocking for sure. You mentioned Grandall against Hendricks. Uh, Joe Madden's up to his old tricks. He's got Wilson Contreras leading off, which is kind of interesting against Hugh Gonzalez, who, you know, stinks these days. He's kind of a name, and he doesn't really get it, get beat up. But I don't think he's going to go particularly deep either. Not that you necessarily want to pick on that Milwaukee bullpen. It's more so that you might grab five abs from a pretty positive catcher. Romuto's fairly cheap against Soraka, but we say Soraka's good and just does not give up much home runs. Like his fly ball rate is like 22% or something goofy like that. I'm hopeful if I want to punt that Hicks uh, once again cracks the lineup. Is that more marshmallows going on? What am I hearing in my ear? That's marshmallows. I really shouldn't keep that pack right next to the microphone. <laughs> yes, that's probably you chose poorly. Uh, give me your favorite first baseman today. I think uh, for me, if I have the money, if, that, if salary wasn't a thing, it's got to be Fab Five Freddy, right? I mean, he's a good option. I mean, Ariel's trash. But no, I mean, maybe for okay. cash. You can go with him in cash. But in tournaments, Alonzo and Bellman are two favorite options. Strange enough, from the same game, they're not in a great hitter's ballpark. But these are two of the guys with the most power in the majors. Wheeler's probably only going to see, what, three, four innings after coming off of injury just because they know they want to trade him. And Agrazel doesn't strike out anyone going up against a guy with potentially the most power in the majors in Alonzo, who can hit a bomb at any given time. Alonzo's never highly owned. People don't really want to play the Mets stack too much on any given day. Today's going to be no different, especially with Cano getting a little bit of a price bump here. Like, Alonzo is more likely than almost anyone to hit a home run on this slate, and I think he does. But him and Bell, both underpriced, both low-owned. I love him. Jesus Musings has a lot of fun with Agrisol because he keeps making Smurfs references. I'm not sure if you read that today, but that was pretty funny. Um, I can't believe I didn't catch that was a Smurf, Smurf reference. Yeah, like uh, Osriel. What was the name? Gargamel. And uh, wasn't the name of Gargamel's cat like Osriel? Does that sound right? I think so. Yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said like if the pirates are wearing whatever, you just go ahead and read it. I don't want to butcher Jesus' I, humor. I, I read it. I just didn't catch the Smurfs reference. It's been many years since I watched the Smurfs. <laughs> I'm surprised. Did they reproduce asexually? Or yeah, either that. There's one. Other, there's one other option with Smurfette, but we, we won't dig into that. But uh, uh, yeah, so he's been a disaster as far as uh, Agrizol. 10.4% K rate in a small sample, 29 innings, and that's backed by a 5.6% swinging strike rate. Uh, he looks like he's terrible. Uh, if you don't have the funds, you want to save some salary. You can pick. You could pick out your boy Wagsack because uh, Jamin Choi is leading off, and he's super cheap, decent chance there at five abs, positive ball, ballpark jump as well. Uh, Josh Bell is much cheaper these days. Of course, he's not the same dude he was not that long ago. We talked about Caster and his verse splits as far as power, E5. You know, picking on the monster, he's kind of expensive. But if you have the funds, by all means, Encarnacion feels like a really strong play as well. Uh, and Santana against uh, Jacob uh, Junis. It's not a long J like the way you make it. And if ever Lucas Duda is going to homer, stop me if you've heard this before, maybe tonight's the night there against uh, Zach. I mean, he's more likely to homer in a good home run ballpark, but it can happen. Well, I mean, whatever. When that guy gets a hold of it, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what ballpark he's in. And we talked about how the weather is conducive to homers more so than normally is. Obviously, KC's not like an ideal home run park. Keystone position, second base. Uh, second base kind of stinks. So I think the quote-unquote optimal play, uh, we live in the world of a salary cap. You can't spend up everywhere. Uh, it's looking at, I'm looking at Kippis, and I'm looking at Cano as far as the best dollar-for-dollar dollar plays. What say you? 
Kipnis is my favorite option. I already told you how much I love Cleveland. If you want to go with someone else, you can go VR at just 3.8K, probably leading off against Tropiano. Again, a guy that gives up a whole lot of hard contact. VR is a good hitter. He's obviously got speed. He can steal the base. He obviously crushed it last night in his 27 at-bats. Well, yeah. Um, but Kipnis is far and away my favorite option, and VR is second. Outside of them, I mean, you can go up for Muncie. You can go up with LeMayhew, who's just obviously crushing it constantly. In the top of the lineup going up against Kashner, who's not very good. You can go with Hura if you really wanted to. I wouldn't suggest paying 5.2K for him. Outside of them, like, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm just in love with Kipnis at this price tag. It's it's that simple. He's my favorite play on the entire slate. If Kipnis is somebody that's too expensive, you can punt even further with Wendell, I suppose, if you want to do that Tampa Bay side. But, yeah, Kipnis. You, you, get, you get 600 extra dollars, but you lose any points you could possibly get. <laughs> you know who's back in our lives is Hap, by the way, for uh, for Chicago. He's got some pop. So uh, if you want some upside, oh, for, for he strikes out a lot, but he's got some power. Did you, did you notice he's back in the lineup today? He's back. I don't know. Was he, was he hurt or was he in the minors? I don't know. Could have been either. I know he had a fast start last year um, and obviously hasn't been around this year, but he, he's, he's, uh, he's got some power. So as unappealing as second base is, third base, as per usual, is absolutely loaded. Uh, Leprechaun Turner against Adebayo Sanchez, historically reverse splits pitcher. Of course, he gets a positive ballpark jump as well. Donaldson against Ariada, who's kind of a disaster. You talk about Dozier and his power, uh, you know, uh, against Plesac, uh, you know, Bryant and Milwaukee, nice ballpark. Uh, Alex Bregman's just cheap. Like, he's just too cheap for his talent. I understand the ballpark's not great. The matchup's not great, but he's just cheap. And then Jose Ramirez, he is who we thought he was. At least he's becoming that guy. Uh, he's been awesome of late, too, and the price is pretty fair. I'm having a hard time settling on, like, this is the guy I want. There's a bunch of them I want, but I don't know how to just pick one. I want Dozier or I want Jose Ramirez. Dozier has some of the best numbers in the entire league versus righties, and he's going up against some guy that you think is going to regress, <laughs> staring at you while saying that. Math uh, yeah. says it, yeah. Um, yeah, well, no, math does not say that. Math says that he's only done this much. Math says that he has been all right so far this season. Matt's Matt's is on a, he's got a rabbit, a rabbit's uh, tail in his back pocket or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, but I think there's certain guys that drastically outdo their ex fit and Sierra every year. But you know what? It, it, I won't get into that. Anyways, Dozier, Jose Ramirez. Just play those two guys. It's that simple. If you have to go down, then you can go to Vlad. Um, but that's just because he's cheaper. But I, Jose Ramirez and Dozier. Both of them are hitting bombs. Dozier's actually going to hit two home runs tonight. Fun fact. Uh, and to be clear, it's Hunter Dozier if anybody's tuning in late. You're not talking about Brian Dozier, correct? No. Uh, shortstop, I think uh, the, the clear and obvious play is Lindor. Uh, I don't mind Polanco. We haven't talked about Minnesota so much. We used to talk about them in the outfield, I guess. But uh, Polanco is certainly a reasonable play as far as Minnesota. If you think Cease is a fraud and he's been bad so far, that bullpen's not good. They're locked in for nine. He can be wild, so maybe he doesn't go very deep. Uh, if you want to overspend Javi Baez and that, you know, that uh, Chicago-Milwaukee rivalry game, you have both shortstops in that, you know, Boston and the uh, New York game that's in play. What are you looking at as far as shortstop? I think my favorite dude is, is Lindor, if I can get there. Yeah, it's Lindor, Blanco are my two favorite guys. I already mentioned VR uh, when we were talking about second, so I'll mention him again here. Tim Beckham's really cheap versus a moderately chalky Norris. Um, and then, like, if you want to chase the three-home run game, you can go to DeJong, but <laughs> I think he's just cheaper over on Yahoo. 
All right, let's jump to the outfield. After the outfield, we'll talk about uh, – we'll do a quick screen share. We'll talk about uh, your favorite stacks. We'll talk about who's some guys that are going to homer. We want, uh, we want to have it to be interactive here. The chat's, the chat's going to start asking some questions. Of course, if you guys are premium members, you can get your questions asked on crunch time today with, uh, I believe it's Tuttle and JSU, along with Roth. If there's any weather out there, it's lurking. Roth will take care of that. They'll knock out as many questions as possible all the way up to lock. Uh, outfield, I'm not really sure what to do uh, with, with Woj. I don't know how much I want to pick on him. Of course, the Angels kind of jumped off the page. Uh, Mike Trout, obviously, he's always a good play tonight. He feels like an especially good play. Um, and even the rest of the guys, Upton, you know, we don't want up just yet, but I'd imagine it's going to be Upton and Otani as well. Uh, Kepler is another guy that's going to jump it out for you. We talked about Judge against Kashner. As always, lots of good options in the outfield. How are you willing it down? I mean, all the top options are fine. Minnesota outfielders, Angels outfielders, obviously Upton's too cheap. Trout's really good. Otani and Calhoun both have some power. All of them are good options today, even though Wojnowski is very good. But it's just the way that things go. Like, they could all hit bombs here. Outside of them, I already mentioned Solaire, and I absolutely love Solaire tonight. Bunch of power going up against a guy that doesn't strike out a whole lot of guys and gives up fly balls and hard contact varieties. So love Solaire. He's one of my favorite plays on the board. Um, Fran Mil Reyes is also a fantastic play uh, going up against Shark. It's in Petco, but he, like, he had a whole bunch of power earlier. It's tailed off a little bit, but he's still one of the best power bats in the league here going up against a guy that doesn't strike out guys at a huge clip and can give up some bombs a lot of that's guarded by the fact that he's pitches over in san francisco but he's actually a decent home run uh home run target so outside of them i mean if you really want to go lower bubba as i already mentioned is not very good you have chris davis at 3.1k but he's going up against a guy that crushes righties and he's already crushed my soul so i'm not going there um outside of them i mean Dwight Smith Jr. versus Troviano. Again, he gives up a lot of hard contact. Dwight Smith Jr. is one of the few guys in that lineup with some power. And we already mentioned Ian Happ's back in our life. Uh, he can hit a bomb. I want to just clarify. You said Woj is very good. Um, you want to walk that one back? Why would I walk that one back? Because he's not very good. Like, he's he's had a good K rate in a small sample. But, again, he's, he's 30 years old, and he's having, like, the old fountain of youth. Pounce, pounce oh, yeah. It's not like Corey Kluber, Rich Hill in their older years actually made a drastic improvement in the way they pitched with a introduction of a curveball or a change to a curveball that was fantastic. And it's not like Woj has a decent curveball that's doing some work with a 40% whiff rate on the season. Woj is the next Corey Kluber. That's what I heard out of that. No, no, I didn't say that Woj is the next Corey Kluber or Rich Hill, but I'm saying certain pitchers make these changes and it takes a while for the MLB to catch up to them if they ever even catch up to them. When you have a very good curve that's hitting later on in your career, based on any number of external factors or changes to your pitch type, it can have a huge effect on strikeouts. It can, but you, okay, yeah. He he definitely can all of a sudden become a thing. But I'm not ready to crown him like yeah, maybe you and Denny Green or you guys are ready. Yeah, I'm not ready to go all in, but any kind of time we have a guy that could possibly be a thing in a matchup where he's going to go one percent owned, two percent owned, three percent owned at the, just slightly over a price tag of a guy with similar K rates <laughs> in the minors to what this guy has done in the majors, who's going to be thirty five percent owned. Why would you not take a shot? No, so that, that, all, that argument I can get behind. The argument of like he's very good. I'm not ready to say that, but my point is he doesn't have to be very good. He, he could, you know, and also it's the very good. Uh, from a K perspective, for sure, we talked about that, and that, that that matters. And I think he's an interesting roster, and also, of course, for leverage too. I have not fired up Slate IQ today, but I imagine Slate IQ would kind of speak to that as well. 
Start loading up some questions. He's four ERA and he's played Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Washington, Boston, and Toronto. I'd say that's pretty darn good. Okay. He's well on his way to being Corey Kluber. Or, or as the chat says, the next Charlie Morton. Those guys are the exception to the rule. Like, it's possible, but they're the exceptions. They're, it's yeah, the we're looking for the exception in daily fantasy sport before other people get on them, Dean. We're looking for outliers tonight. You know, we, all we care about is what he does tonight. And Yes, and so far, Wojnowski has been an outlier the entire time he's been in the majors. <laughs> I'm on the screen share as far as the lineup HQ. Devin, go ahead and drop that link in chat. If you guys are not aware, if you join the show late, lineup HQ is free to everyone uh, to use tonight. There is a $1,000 FanDuel free roll, which you can answer 150 times. You can build your lineups uh, very easily through the lineup HQ tools. We don't have time to go through that, but Jordan – uh blender he uh he has a tutorial that's uh it was earlier today you guys can watch that uh, on demand at your own leisure uh some things that might uh, jump out to people here as far as umpire data extreme hitters umpire uh for for norris for kikuchi for arietta for soraka we have an extreme pitchers umpire in miami if you need more reason to say hey the marlins are terrible let's roll some zach cranky extreme pitchers umpire there grant are you uh are you swinging over to some more cranky or you're still kind of like on the the other side saying that's too chalky for me yeah i don't really i'll probably have some internments now with that but i'm not gonna be surprised if i'm under the field but i mean it doesn't matter when wojanowski tropiano and wagu's pack are all going to outscore him <laughs> it's not going to happen you can just say these egregious things and it's completely reckless it's completely not true and nobody's going to call you on that and then there's in the chat right now oh yeah maybe it's because i'm right very often you remember when you tried calling me on sparkman <laughs> Over and over again. You remember when you tried calling me on Vargas? Wait, I played Sparkman that night. I I, I didn't because I talked to you about it for fifteen minutes. Well, I, I didn't like I didn't like first become. A, wait, who's the Sparkman guy? Tell me. If I was aware of his existence, I understood the reason why we were playing him. I just didn't have. I didn't play him with confidence, but I did click that button. Yeah, you're uh, welcome for that. Thank you. <laughs> on a night where I lost every single thing somehow with him, I don't still don't understand that. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys can dig into the lineup HQ at your own leisure. Again, there's a lot to, you know, uh, we have team total ownership percentages here. We have the plate IQ premium scores. Who pops there? Look at that. James Paxson's the top guy, which is kind of interesting as far as the plate IQ premium score. Zach Granke. Oh, wait, big tease in there talking about uh, Jason Vargas. A- any, ch- any chance you guys have that they could take a shot at me about Jason? It's amazing you're dying on Jason Vargas Hill, but like it's somehow working for you. But congratulations. Wait, big T, are you against what I'm saying in those three guys? <laughs> I'm not rostering most of those guys. Like, there might have been one that's kind of interesting, but I forget who they are now. We have to move on to questions. Um, all right. Uh, a bunch of questions are loading up here, so let's knock them out. Oh, you know, give, give me your favorite stacks and three guys that are first. Favorite stacks, Cleveland and the Royals. Guys that are going to homer, Alonzo, Bell, and Kipnis. All right. Cash game play. Fab Five, Freddie Freeman with Tim Beckham or Lindor and G-Man Choi. That's an interesting combination. What was it? Freeman and Beckham versus Lindor and Choi. Lindor, Choi. Oh, Big T's taking shots at you. He's saying basically stick to Vargas. You're getting too ambitious. That's more or less what he's saying. Yeah, you're saying some. I mean, that's fine. I trust Big T. He knows. He knows things better than me. But you'll walk it back when he calls you on it. But me, it's like who's this schmuck? (laughs) Yeah. When was the last time you cleared six figures like eight times in a two month period? Six figures. Uh, never. I'm gonna say never. <laughs> Definitely never. <laughs> well, when that happens, I'll uh, you you could you can start trash talking me. Trout <laughs> scoreboard. Trout or Bellinger? Like you know, Trout's gonna be more heavily owned. But if you want to play the ownership game, it's Bellinger. What's your thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, it, it's, I mean, Annabelle has extreme reverse splits. We don't know with Wojanowski. It's probably a better ballpark over in Washington. I'm going belly. Question from YouTube. Feel free to like and subscribe over there. Uh, if, is it smart to spend money on Voight and Torres, despite the fact they're lower in the order? You don't care about that, right? Yeah, no, that's probably, especially when it's on the road team. Uh, they're more likely to get extra at-bats if the stack is going off. They're very good hitters. Realistically, it's probably giving a 20% down crease going from four and five down, or I mean, three and four down to four and or five and six. Like the decrease in at-bats is only decreased by about 10% at most. So in a game like this, I, yeah, yeah, you take them. Uh, Pineda and Duda or Shark and Choi? First one. Kepler or Sano? It's Kepler. First one. Uh, any love for Alcantara? In, no. I mean, it's fine, but I'm not going there. I, I already told you the guys that I'm pl- paying for or paying a little money for. Yeah, um, I have a little bit, but not a lot. A little bit. I'm okay with it. Um, but he's he's a little – I think he's a little behind Norris, uh, and he's definitely behind the Houston guy. But, of course, ownership, uh, I don't understand why you want to play him. And he does have the pitchers on fire if that does something for you. Uh, Jock Jams or Voigt? Jock. That depends on the rest of my lineup for me, I think. If I have a bunch of Yankees, I'll go with Voigt. But as a one-off, you prefer Jock? Yeah. Uh, is it worth it to punt first base with uh, first base with a cheapie in favor of a Dodger stack? I don't remember what my punts were at first base, but yeah. I mean, ideally, you want to punt a catcher, you want to punt at second base, right? Because there's a bigger opportunity cost at first. Or you just want a guy that is incredibly cheap who's well underpriced, like Kipnis. Yeah, what he's which is like that's a punt, right? Yeah, he's so a- punt at second base and throw Muncie in at first. If you punt first base, then, like, you can get a trash hitter, but instead punt second base and put Muncy in the first base slot. Vlad Jr., question mark? Yeah, but I prefer Ramirez and Dozier a lot. Favorite cheap stack? Casey or Cleveland. Hey, I got a thought for you. Um, You know, we think that Urquidy's going to be heavily owned, but that bullpen's pretty good. But, like, is anybody rostering the St. Louis stack? Which is the life of late? Yeah, I mean, they're currently only pegged at 2%, but that's too low. Uh, the problem is some of their price tags went up, like DeJong and Goldspin are now 4.8 and 4.5, considering what they were not too long ago. And guys like O'Neill are going up against a high strikeout pitcher. <laughs> uh, Dodgers stack, question mark? Yes. We got Big T saying in chat, it's tough to lose tonight with Cam Maven, the, the GOAT backup. So he's, he's going to – yesterday was Goings, today it's Cam Maven. <laughs> uh, do you like Cam Maven tonight? Former I, I mean, he was crushing beforehand. He could crush again, and he's in one of the highest-powered offenses in the MLB. Your favorite cheap pitcher, like I'll say Arcidi is like the, the math play as the favorite cheap pitcher, but of course he'll probably be the most heavily owned, maybe the most heavily owned pitcher uh, overall. You don't seem to be as on it necessarily. Uh, what's your... <laughs> I can't believe you're – you know, and, and, and that could work out. That could be fine. Fair enough. Uh, the same thing about Dorado yesterday. Not you, Britt did. Well, I don't know what you, I didn't want you to show yesterday with Britt, and he, Britt was saying that uh, Harada was a terrible call. Yeah. Okay. Second, Britt. <laughs> well, there you go. Your dog's getting in on it as well, too. I think your dog wants a marshmallow. Um, yeah, don't feed the dogs marshmallows. Uh, <clears throat> and then there's Big T, of course, telling me, reminding me we can't all just play Arkady and Cranky. Of you course, you probably I'm- play 10% of them if you want. I will be more than 10% of those guys. How are the Angels the highest projected ownership with the plus 25% leverage? 
I don't know how slight IQ works. So I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to figure that out. Do you know the answer to that? It's, it's based on going up against a team with a terrible bullpen against a guy that projects as a low strike, like a much lower strikeout rate pitcher and a much worse pitcher. It could potentially be using the Cardi's projections, which had Wojnowski as being the worst pitcher in the entire majors right next <laughs> to Josh Rogers. Suck it, Cardi. <laughs> uh, any interest in a Cubs-Brewers stack? I don't know why you have to stack the game up, but you have any, what's your thought on that game? I do. Uh, so Hendricks, like I said, he's gotten a lot better with strikeouts versus lefties, but he's not nearly a ground ball pitcher versus lefties. The bats we want with Milwaukee are mostly lefties. We have Shaw in there, and that's only 2.9K. Welcome back, Shaw. Oh, and over back. on the other side, Gio is a trash pitcher. While he may have gotten himself out of jams earlier on in his career, I don't think that's the case anymore. He's terrible and it's a very good hitting ballpark that's going to go largely overlooked because of all the five-plus implied team total teams today. Who's your favorite one-off Cub? Favorite one-off Cub? Probably going to be Bryant or Baez. I mean, yeah. they're the obvious ones. If you really want to go off the board, then go with half that people forget about because he hasn't been here for too long. Or Contreras, I guess, just because catcher in obviously certain places you have Leading to play. off catchers are always moderately chalky. Garver is another scenario of that, but he's priced up even more. At 4.9K, Contreras isn't quite as high priced as he should be. It makes an easy way to throw him into a stack, especially when we have Arcadi on the slate, who's only 5K. We got to end strong. Uh, Grant, what's your favorite beard oil? Um, I don't know. Whatever one I have. I don't really use beard oil. I guess it's uh, it'd probably be baking grease. I just Is that, is that hygienic? I, well, I, I eat bacon, and the grease yeah. gets stuck in my beard. It's For a two-for-one beard. deal. So. <laughs> really, any grease, that's the oil that ends up in my beard most. There you go. we got to step aside. we got to make way for crunch time. we got to end strong. I think we maybe. I don't know if we did or not. Uh, as I'm speaking, Grant, fire as many marshmallows in your mouth as possible. If you can make that happen, people, I'm sure, would enjoy it. Uh, I definitely want you to – if you can give a final thought with said marshmallows in your mouth, too, that would be pretty impressive. But, uh, Grant, summarize the slate there quickly in a sentence or two, or even a word. I think I heard Waggis back for the record. And he's going to have eight strikeouts, I believe. He's Grant. I'm Dean. We're out of here. Holler. Holler.